0: Let's do it, and then we can have hamburgers.
1: Suddenly, it's a five-minute show. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick, and I'm Ian Boothby. And this week, we ha- it's uh, the final show before Christmas.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the final show, and what a way to break it to me.
1: <laughs> you know, Merry
0: uh, Christmas. You're fired. Get out. <laughs> Come back. Oh, Mr. Dedrick, I need the job. <laughs> and then you've got th- three ghosts.
1: That's right. You're welcome to leave.
0: The three podcasting ghosts. The ghost of uh, murder podcasts. Ooh. The Ghosts of uh, movie uh, review podcasts. Sure. Okay. And, uh, and rando lifestyle La- yeah lifestyle rando podcast <laughs> and they're all gonna go you've done it all you've done all these podcasts
1: so I people ask me what our show is i that's what i say it's a lifestyle podcast
0: i say what's it to you
1: <laughs> well <Wow. laughs>
0: listen for five damn minutes
1: i'm not so blunt
0: i got a question about the hamburger burglar right off the top
1: hamburglar yeah the character the, the mcdonald's character
0: yeah because we're we we have not been going for burgers lately we're that's going true. for burgers tonight just because i got a writing deadline That you asked me about today and went, oh, you got that off, eh? (laughs) Anyway, so there you go. So, What was going to be a delicious meal will now also be stress eating.
1: Um, Ashes. It'll taste like ashes. Yeah, but, you know. Delicious ashes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Here's my question about the Hamburglar. Okay. Why uh, in McDonald land where the Hamburglar lives. Yes. That that land where where Ronald McDonald is and he'll go, hey, everybody, here's some hamburgers and hands out hamburgers to people. Uh, do you think that the Hamburglar has to pay for his hamburgers and he can't afford it, and that's why he steals? Because mm. it feels like the scenario that's set up there is, if yeah. uh, it's free burgers. okay. So it's weird that he would be a criminal sure. for stealing burgers, yeah. and it seems like he gets in trouble, and so does Captain Crook uh, for stealing <laughs> fillet fish sandwiches. Yes, but like, are they required to pay money? Well, maybe it's. And not, what do you do for a living? Maybe in that it's not world?
1: enough what they're getting. For themselves, they just don't feel like it's enough. They want everyone's hamburgers.
0: Yeah. What's the, does the hamburger then eat all of those hamburgers? Is he hungry and then eats them or does he let them go rot and <laughs> He's
1: waste? The hamburger hoarder. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's his motivation? Different Is it than the hamburger Thrill
0: helper. of the crime. Is he like a George Clooney type? <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> hamburgers 11.
0: That would actually, you know, okay, here's my pitch for a Ronald McDonald movie. Okay. Okay, uh, someone... is Elliot Gould. Uh, yeah, you know what? We do need Elliot Gould as Grimace. So he's Grimace, Elliot Gould.
1: Okay, oh no, sorry, because it's uh, Andy Garcia who's the evil casino. Yeah, owner, but, uh, right, that you trying were to right run. that
0: Elliot Gould is mm-hmm. in it. You yeah. know, he's like the older guy. He's he has like, cool glasses. He's seen some stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if uh, McDonald Land has an elderly character. I think they do, but I can't remember who that would be. Anyway, uh, what happens is someone steals the secret sauce recipe. Mm. Someone steals it. It's gone. And they can't make Big Macs anymore. Okay. And uh, that also, because like the chief of police is a Big Mac, he's now too weak to per- pursue this. Yeah. He's lost his sauce. He can't get a sauce transfusion. <laughs> he needs that to
1: live. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so uh, he finds out that a rival, not Burger King, mm. but like a rival burger place yeah. uh, stole it. And he's got to break into their place. And sure. so he needs the help of the Hamburglar. Yeah. And Captain Crook. He's got to tap into these guys and, you know, they're like, I'm not working rabble-rabble for you, rabble-rabble. <laughs> and, uh, and then they become friends over time and he grows to respect him. And, uh, and you learn, like, the reason that the hamburger does this is, you know, it's the thrill of the, yeah, you know, it yeah. makes him feel alive, he's, damn it. <laughs>
1: that's right. The, the existential ennui of life, he's, he's conquering it by stealing hamburgers. Mm. Can I just ask that the rival burger chain be called Black Castle? Oh, okay, sure. Just because that sounds kind of evil.
0: Does sound soundy, and it's an actual black castle.
1: Yeah, well, the place is yeah, the place is like a black castle. Yeah,
0: okay, because they have to break into a castle then. Yeah, that's
1: good. Yeah,
0: yeah, it seems like on the edge of McDonald. Okay, because here's the thing, uh, McDonald's got ripped off uh, by uh, no, no, it ripped off H R. Puffin stuff. And H.R. Puffins. Well no, it
1: didn't didn't they rip off themselves though? Because wasn't weren't the Croft brothers involved in the in the in the creation of the McDonald's character? Well
0: yeah, they went to they, they gave them some ideas and then they went, uh we don't want those ideas and then left and then did those ideas anyway. Oh really? And so yeah, the Crofts that's wow. why yeah. you had things like whatever, Croftland, because mm. they had McBucks later mm-hmm. on. So they were set for life with that lawsuit to McDonald's. Okay, okay. But in the but what they ripped off, which is again the Crofts are ripping off themselves, is HR uh, Puffin Stuff's land, where it's like a magical land, very much like McDonald's land. Sure. Talk- but then off to the edge, you got yeah. the witch's uh, castle. Yeah. So yeah, it would totally work, mm. you know, for that kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honest to God, get the get the Croft uh, you know company to do it. I know sadly one passed away, but you know, hey, the other one's yeah. around, right? I mean, they, people know. You're looking
1: at me like I know. Yeah,
0: like, like Jim Henson This stuff, right? I
1: I assumed all of them are gone. Do you
0: think all the Crofts are gone?
1: I just assumed that. I don't know. That's
0: a, very good, that's a very good question. I'm not sure. But, you know, Jim Henson's company is still going and making things and doing stuff. So why sure. can't the Croft
1: world? To a degree. Feels like they're not as original as they were when Jim Henson was at the helm. He was willing to go places. As i have judging from what I've heard, because I've never seen it, but what I've heard about the Dark Crystal... It feels like he was willing to go places.
0: Oh, you've never seen the Dark Crystal? I've never seen the Dark it's Crystal. Pretty dark. Though. And I then and then the redo they did or prequel. Mm. Whoa! What are you doing?
1: <laughs> I feel like I find that in, the impassive expressions of the main characters kind of off-putting. Mm. They don't seem to have much going on there. Yeah. The, all everything else is very expressive, and then there's the main characters. They sort of I don't know. <laughs> their faces don't even move. It seems like Sid Croft is still alive. Sid Croft is still alive. Good for Marty him. Marty Croft is not. Marty Croft is uh, not. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, here I have a question for you. This oh, is totally please. unrelated to this. Uh, as, as enjoyable me, it is to talk about how to set myself rigors.
0: up here so I can answer this please question. because
1: I heard it on the radio when I was walking. All right. From one place of work to another. All
0: right, and you were listening to your radio.
1: I wasn't listening to the, someone else was listening to Sea Fox, which apparently I didn't know this, but is world famous. That's how they advertise themselves. The world famous Sea Fox, and I don't know why that is. Okay, what is were the it,
0: rankings? Like, who's, uh, who's who's comparably famous? Today? I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's a thing.
1: Good. Like, I mean, is it like BBC then Seafox? Fox? Is that the list of could be? I don't. I don't. Well, I it. know.
0: I know one thing, and that's the Fox Rocks.
1: It does rock. Always, I've always understood that, but I just didn't know that it was world famous. Anywho, maybe it's world famous like the world famous Supreme Team. Hmm. And your blank, your blank expression tells us all yeah. we need to know about how world famous or it they could were.
0: be famous like Famous Amos.
1: <laughs> it's pretty, but I've heard of famous Amos.
0: Of course, you have.
1: Yeah, because he famous. was famous. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But he was famous before he was famous, because before you knew about it, yeah. Famous Amos was still famous Amos. He was still famous, and Amos? then it caught up to you, and then you understood it, and you saw that episode of Taxi, and went, "Oh, was he in Taxi?" Uh yes. Okay, he was. Uh, I'm trying to remember whether it was Lodka or Jim, but one of them had a cookie uh, recipe thing. I think there was also some cocaine in the cookies. That's a pretty good scene. Uh, but there's a fantasy <laughs> sequence where a giant okay. cookie comes down and Famous Amos is there. And, okay. You know, I think uh, that'd be uh, Reverend Christopher Lloyd tripping on something and yeah. Famous Amos gives him some advice. it's hmm. um, no, show. So it was- well worth watching.
1: <laughs> a show well worth watching. All of Taxi. Pretty e- much. Every yeah. Every I don't think
0: it flags. Hmm. which is odd because it's a taxi.
1: Well, this is a good, this actually leads into to my question. Actually, oh well, I don't want to answer it. Then. Well, not my question, but their question to us as the listener to the to the world famous station c Fox, okay, ninety nine point eight on your FM dial.
0: The Fox Rocks.
1: Uh, the question was, what is the best TV theme song? Which I answered right away. Okay. Well, some people do say Taxi. That's what. It, that's why I thought that too. But it's not my favorite. But I, I do think it's a good theme song.
0: Okay uh okay uh hawaii 50
1: okay that's a good that's a good one too yeah. not my favorite but that's a good one
0: all right yeah hawaii 50 um i like fireball xl5 <laughs> um uh johnny quest okay also very don't, don't remember that bam <laughs> bam like um, and like every Hanna Barbera thing, amazing opening! Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. I can't wait to see Top Cat and see what kind <laughs> of adventures he's going to get into. Oh my gosh, this looks this looks delightful! And then oh, <laughs> the Yeah, real, the ooh, everyone's sitting around, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is going, "Hey, Top Cat, my
1: boy," walking past the same tree 400 yep. times. Uh, mine, mine was uh, Rockford Files theme. Sure, I think that's a very. Very good theme. Probably my favorite TV theme.
0: Uh, earlier before the, the show, you mentioned something, and I said, Oh, yeah, we did a joke like that on the Critical Hit show last night. Mm. And, and uh, our mutual friend, Eric Fell, who is also one of the hosts of Refresh My Memory. Um, Plug. He, uh, he was the, he's the host of that
1: show. He Re- is the Dungeon refresh. Leader. Oh, he's, the host. Also, he's the host of Refresh My Memory. He's also, well, he's the
0: first one to talk. He's, he's one of
1: three. He kind of, he kind, to me, he kind of guides the show.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. Each each of them does lead a segment of the show. Mm. So Mm. you know, then Jason talks about the drinks and snacks in the show, and then Vicky talks about. Uh, what's some? What's a drink to represent the show? By the way, we're going to come back to this later in this episode. I'm just going to mention <laughs> it's going to have something to do with the question of the week. Okay. Uh, but uh, we had an incident where someone's phone was going off in the audience. In the audience, and it was a phone that sounded like a, a traditional phone ringing. Oh. And so every time it did, he would uh, do a Jim Rockford uh, answering machine message. <laughs>
1: Jim, it's Ernie. Yeah, I, got is, great, yeah. I got a great I got a great bet, or I
0: got a great horse for the racetrack. Well he do yeah, he do that. This is Jim Rockford yeah. at the tone, leave a name message, and I'll get back to you. Boop and yes, that would have been a good thing for us to jump in with.
1: That's those
0: that po- were delightful.
1: That's part of what makes that theme so good, is that it's opening. a new gag every week. It's a new gag every week and the opening and then it just quickly goes into the just theme. Just into
0: yeah, that's fine.
1: <laughs> Though <laughs> so I'm still
0: not a hundred percent sure <laughs> if uh, uh, looking at the meat and tossing the meat away is because it's too expensive. Yeah, is Jim Rockford or Mary Tyler Moore? both had similar openings yeah and and both there is a grocery store yeah scene they're both in, in the grocery store they're both mm, looking at food mm. and i think they both have expensive steaks they're dealing with because on both shows <laughs> wait the steaks they go. were
1: high wait till they go now <laughs> wait till they go now mm. they thought it was expensive then oh boy yeah oh boy inflation yeah no i think it's uh up there definitely up there but although taxi is very good too And often I often talk about this, but it's one of my favorite memories of my life, which was walking past the cool kids area at school, which was the smoking smoke pit. Which in my day, people everyone smoked, so it was okay to smoke in theaters, malls, in you know at the in children's playgrounds, wherever you were.
0: They were all kids who were heavy smokers. Let me just look up where they are now oh
1: <laughs> and so oh they had this oh, sm- don't look up where they and it now. sounds so awful the smoke pit you know it just yeah. sounds like it sounds like a gross but really they had like the nicest place in the school it was sort of a an outdoor courtyard that was co- you know partly covered and partly yeah. outdoors and this was for the smokers like no no one who didn't smoke would want to go there because it was just a gross place could i ask
0: a weird question about the smoke pit before sure. you go you, to your you, thing you ask
1: um could you smoke a cigar
0: there because I think that that would be an, an, an interesting thing to do. It's like, I guess you go could, there or a, or a at, pipe. Yeah, yeah, that's, or a pipe. <laughs> exactly. Why like, not? That'd be really interesting if yeah, you like, yeah. you just nerded up the smoke pit by like, there's a couple of kids there who are just smoking pipes <laughs> okay, and others with cigars yeah. who have big ideas mm. that they're running by. Here's what I think about school and what they should do, see? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Graham Chapman, late of Monty Python. Uh, smoke started smoking a pipe at medical school because it allowed for him time for him to think so the teacher would ask a question and he would you know he could ruminatively puff on his pipe in an acceptable way and then pull it out and answer the question and that would be acceptable if you didn't have the pipe you were expected to pipe up right away But Ah, without it you know you pipe down you have to (laughs) you're allowed to have that moment of respite while you while you uh look like you're from the church of the sub genius uh and i used to say when i was a farrier i get quite you know i get tired uh a horse and usually you know halfway through like you know maybe after i did the front shoes or whatever i would have a little brief break and i would always say to my customer just pretend i'm smoking and this is perfectly fine for me to stand here for a minute and rest it's not okay for whatever reason. It's not okay for people to just stand around and rest. Right. But if you're smoking, it's acceptable then. Yeah, it's you can't weird, have uh, it's like, a weird double standard. You can't
0: have like a cupcake. Yeah. You can't like the cupcake area. Everyone's know, around having a cupcake. <laughs> just like you know, we just need the break. <laughs> oh, I got to go out for a cupcake. Like, what? <laughs> that would be. It'd make a lot more sense. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I did a couple of uh, writing meetings where me and my dumb friends. Uh, would sit around with cigars and we would try smoking them cause we're dumb and young and what are you going to do? Uh, and they did help with the writing cause oh, really? you got to like light it and go, I'll tell you something. And then you <laughs> point with a person, this guy. And then yeah, it's, it's good to have a tour, uh, tool you gesture with. I, I guess. I guess. I mean, we did like three times and then went, this is gross. Let's not do this.
1: So anyway, I remember walking by the smoke pit one day, and like I say, these were the cool kids, right? The cool kids of the school, and older than us as well. Like, yeah. you know, I was like a little. It would
0: be hilarious to look at what they look like then, now, and go like, <laughs> "You thought that was cool, right?" Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, I guess so. But
1: uh, yes, they were fully dressed in the 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 the, the, de rigueur, the early '80s North Delta sure. kit, the get-up, you know, yeah. which was not. I know, not you know, in the '90s kids and, and millennials. Look back at the eighties and they're like, Oh, I love it so much. All the day glow colors and all the leg warmers and the headbands and everyone wearing spandex. And you're, you're like, No, that's, that's no, no one dressed like that. No one, no, no, no. All the girls they were jeans, <laughs> super tight jeans, possibly illegally tight, how yeah. tight they were. Uh, all, all everyone's pants were bell bottoms so they had really big flares. Yeah, that was
0: the only place there was any space. And you
1: wanted them to be dragging on the ground. It wasn't enough for them just to be yeah. flared. They had to drag on the ground so that eventually you you cut a a, a crescent shape in the back of the sure. back of the jeans. And when it rained out, you the jeans got really heavy because it was basically wet all the way to your knee, just from from you know just the, what you picked up off the off walking to school. But anyway, so and then of course the girls also wore like white blouses and then black leather small black leather jackets that were mid mid length, sure, kind of cut off just above where the jeans began. And then uh, and then they would have like that beautiful tight feathered hair of that era <laughs> yeah. as well. Anyway, so were
0: always walking into the wind at some
1: point. <laughs> so I was walking past the smoke pit, okay. and out of it you I really heard painted a picture there Good I for you. heard the dulcet tones of the theme from taxi coming out of this cool this this uh you know haven of coolness, and I was just like, the theme from taxi what a weird, what a weird thing to hear like what why yeah when is, how did you get it like was it available as a single? this is in the days right like how did you get it did, were you, do you have like a, a cassette in there of like tv themes i just didn't understand it but there it was it was it was that song and i, I don't know if it was po- it possibly was really i mean the theme from swat was a was a top 10 hit sure. when i was in yeah. grade five or whatever so i imagine that the song uh, rock uh, files theme was on the radio uh
0: the grace making hero theme was on the radio yep
1: uh, whatever that one was Walking uh, on look air? At what, look
0: at what happened to me, yeah.
1: Look what happened to me. Well, was, look at what happened song? to me. I can't believe it was, uh, something, something. I'm yeah. flying.
0: Check this shit out. Look at me. I'm in the air. That's what it's I'm called. I'm in the air. I'm you got flying it. right now. Check this shit out. That Check was what this shit the, out. It's the pretty cool. Couple of seasons yeah. are all right. Maybe it's
1: called Believe It or Not.
0: Believe it could be. And then brackets, I'm walking on it's just yeah, it could be in brackets, walking on air. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> Anywho, so I just Thought that was funny. It's just so, it's just so weird out of this. You know, like I say, the haven of cool to hear the uh, someone listening to the theme song from Taxi. Anywho, yeah, that's a. Good, it was just a question that was on the radio. It's called I was,
0: Believe It or Not, and in brackets, theme from Greatest American okay, Hero okay. in quotes.
1: Okay. So there you are. It's all clear. Now I can go and buy it at the, at the store. I'll Please find it, do. I'll find it in the on the wall in the top 40 section.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess the theme from Taxi was the theme from Taxi. Oh, there we go. Bob James wrote the song, and it was called Angela.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So if the you... theme
0: from Taxi is called Angela. Huh.
1: Yeah. Did it have lyrics? Or is it just an instrumental? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Possibly they stripped the lyrics. To but apparently
0: it. it was supposed to be used for a sequence in episode three called the blind date okay and the produce liked it more than the up-tempo uh opening they were going
1: to use okay went, no
0: no it's the theme song now
1: oh that's yeah, good good it call he,
0: it was going to be a song called touchdown instead angela
1: good call because it is a great great theme but if you want to hear
0: touchdown as well they're both on uh bob james's 1978 album
1: touchdown <laughs> should have called it angela Should have called it Theme from Taxi. Let's face it. Whoops. (laughs) And if you're going, I want
0: the incidental music from Taxi, that is his 1983 uh, album, The Genie.
1: Wow. This guy is a terrible promoter. (laughs) Terrible. No mention of Taxi. But hopefully the cover had the cast from Taxi on it. Mm -hmm. But they released the the good looking woman from Taxi. I don't remember her name now. Uh,
0: Mary Lou Hemingway? Mary Lou
1: Henner. Yes. Henner,
0: Not Hemingway. That's someone else.
1: That's Mariel Hemingway.
0: Mariel Hemingway, indeed, who is also very attractive. Yes. Very good. What about her sister?
1: Ernest (laughs) Hemingway? (laughs) Ernesta? Yes. I can't remember her name either. I was hoping you would remember. Yeah. That was a nice uh, sitcom Raymond. trope,
0: though, was uh, someone coming in drag as their uh, sister or cousin or mm, mm. aunt or what have you. Sure. It was like, they're visiting from out of town. They'd come in and they'd add, like, you know, uh, like it'd be, uh, uh, what, what would you call it? It was Lenny and Squiggy? Sure. So it'd be like Squigella or something, and uh, he'd be uh, in drag. Sure.
1: Yeah, that S- happened. Squigetta. That was it. That was a thing. Was it? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, got some laughs, I guess. Mm. Carried on to great effect by Adam Sandler and Jack and Jill.
0: Yes, very much so. Yes. I think that burnt it out completely. <laughs> no one wants. I to think do everyone that. went. Okay, got it. Done, <laughs> done. Done, and done, done, and done, and done, and
1: done. That's a pretty popular thing. There's the um, she's a know, she's the man or whatever. The that's a, that's a film, sure. With uh, like... but
0: I don't think they. She plays like the sister or brother, or I think she does. Play... Does she?
1: Uh, this is my brother. I think so because she pretending to be a boy for the soccer team.
0: Oh, and so and she was herself as well. I believe and went to
1: school as both of them. I don't remember actually. I don't know if I've ever she's seen... the man is what it's called. She's the man. Okay, with uh, that actress who was a Disney actress for a long time. Or maybe she was it, or maybe she was like a Nickelodeon actress. Actually,
0: I don't know what the difference is. Uh, okay, she's the man, that's right uh, So that would be Amanda Bynes Oh, Amanda, Amanda Bynes yes. Alright, let's see in the thing The Amanda unfortunate, Bynes is the as, unfortunate as, Amanda Bynes As Viola Bynes. Hastings A talented soccer player see, Underestimated it's, see, it's a
1: Shakespearean reference there, Viola
0: Oh, is this a... Re- What's it a remake of?
1: Um, One of those ones okay, with very Viola <laughs>
0: good. She dresses as her twin brother Sebastian To play soccer Wow, what a dumb school
1: What's that one called? As You Like It I think it's As You Like It Twelfth Night Oh, is it Twelfth Night? Yeah Darn it it's one of those ones
0: Yeah Oh Channing Tatum's in it
1: Yeah Channing Tatum's in it Yeah he's good
0: And David Cross
1: I have seen I've I've not seen the whole movie But I've watched part of it It's one of those movies like, Good for the like, William Shakespeare estate getting a couple Of bucks
0: off that Yes <laughs> That's what keeps
1: The Globe I Theater think, going I think the copyright Is gone It's done Did you hear that Disney is is letting go Of their copyright on On, on Mickey Mouse not all the mickey mouse not all the mickey mouse but the steamboat will, willy version and I, once they've done that then thanks. it'll be a, it'll be an inevitable uh it'll now be inevitable that that mickey mouse will go out of copyright through the years all the various iterations and then also goofy and donald duck and Pluto. right
0: but at what point will that occur
1: over the well, I think because this is five the, years from now for for Donald Duck or something.
0: Yeah, I was okay. So here's here's what I uh, wrote about like uh, before you arrived. Okay, was uh, I I said uh, yeah, it's going out of copyright on uh, January first. But if you want it if you want to do something before then, yeah. uh Steamboat uh Willie is a parody of Steamboat Bill Jr. as we discovered this year. <laughs> this year we discovered that. Uh and parody is covered. Uh but you know, you can do something that's a parody of. Mm-hmm. So as long as you like, you know, make it a parody of what you're doing. Gotta be
1: careful. The air pirates tried that uh, yeah, but they were arguments. just they
0: were too like I'm Mickey Mouse. No, the real damn Mickey <laughs> yeah, Mouse, Yeah, they buddy. were. They were. Uh, yeah, they were looking for trouble. They were looking
1: for trouble. And <laughs> boy, did they find it. Yeah.
0: No, I, I yeah, posted it like this, and that, and then what always happens is people go, "It's a parody of that," and then they go, "Geez, I didn't know that," and I like, "We didn't either," or I didn't either until this year. I think we figured it out on the show one day. Yeah, like, yeah. We went like, "Wait a minute, that's okay. the same year, and it's the same, same name, and, name, and yeah, it's the same." Yeah. How is that not known? And then it was like, when did Steamboat Bill Jr. go into public domain? And there's two answers to that. One says it's like 58, and one says that it's 2019.
1: Okay, well, depend. That's so That's copyright. So, yeah. Uh, so, probably what happened was there's a Raymond Rohauer version that in some way um, changed the original one. Okay. And so, he copyrighted that. Because he did that with the general. Mm. He added sound effects to the general, and then he copyrighted that version. And so... It was sort of an icky part of the of the the Buster Keaton Film Festival, which was which was controlled by by Raymond Rohauer. Uh, to be fair to him, he's the person who like made Buster Keaton rescue his his rotting films from his carport Good. and have them transferred onto actual film stock instead of the old silver nitrate, and was able to save a lot of those movies. Uh, but he also. You know, so when you saw the general as part of that film festival, you saw the icky sound version, and it wasn't like talking in it. It was just the sound effects. But for whatever reason, slapstick works works better if it doesn't have that aura of re- reality of hearing like rocks fall on people's heads and things like that, because that just adds like too much reality. Yeah, it's like, oof. Yeah, because when you're watching it, of course it's violent and crazy, but it's silent, so it kind of adds a, a remove to it. So you the the pain of it doesn't feel quite as as immediate, but then when you add like the sound of a stick hitting someone, you know, or you know, or a log falling on them or whatever, it just makes it too real, and you're just kind of like, ooh, this is really yeah. <laughs> it's a little too much. But um, but he was able to copyright that version, so I wonder if that's what that indicates. That if you went backwards, if you went backwards from what did you say from 2009? Yeah, it was
0: like one was like uh, 2019, and one was. Uh, 1958,
1: I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, "That's radically different."
1: It sure is. Yeah, so probably the, orig- the original version was uh, was finished in 1958 because they had a shorter copyright span in those days. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been it's interesting as Walt Disney has successfully lobbied twice to extend copyright uh, once in the ni- in the 70s and then once I think Bill Clinton signed it in the mid 90s. So. And I mean, in the 70s, they lobbied through the 60s into the early 70s in order to get that bill, them to change the copyright laws, which to be fair, it, the act did need to be updated, but I think it was wrong to extend extend it. And I think it was even more wrong when they extended it again to so many years. But, but I think where, where they are now, in fact, I was listening to someone talk about this and they were saying that it's Disney or Mickey Mouse and, and Mickey Mouse and all that is such a small part of Disney's. Holdings, mm-hmm. like such an infinitesim- infinitesimally small, little bit small part of what they, you know, that it's just not worth their time to to go and fight, you know, and lobby and and make a big fuss about this. Well,
0: my uh, one of my questions is then, okay, so Oswald the Lucky Rabbit must be in public domain then, right? I would think so. You would think so, right? Because that was before. Mm-hmm. Well, or was it? Yes, it was. It was before Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Okay, Pretty sure. so uh, recently there was like two video games called Epic Mickey uh, that were uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, you know, and the first one was like uh, Oswald was the kind of the villain. Okay. And he was jealous about uh, Mickey Mouse and wow. the things that he got up to. What and a so knock on Ub works He goes to, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes to like Disney World and screws things up and Mickey's <laughs> got to fix everything. And then I think they right. team up at the end and... It's the same situation, I believe. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering this wrong for the second game, but it just feels weird that they would do a video game uh, with a character that's public domain and mm-hmm. just like, meh, we can't, you know, and because then anyone could do anything with that character as well.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. fine though, isn't it? I kind of like that. I like, I like, I like it
0: too. But it seems not very Disney. Like Disney really feels yeah. like they can lock down. You know, at least they lock down the version of the thing they have. You can do a Pinocchio, yeah. and everyone has in the last five years, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you can't do their Pinocchio. You can't
1: do their Pinocchio. No, you can't have the elements that uh, that aren't from the book. So, Jiminy Cricket
0: can't be. Con- con- well, Jiminy Cricket in the original story dies.
1: Yes, yeah, but you can't be his conscience, and yeah, um,
0: he's not wishing upon those stars.
1: <laughs> I do like that. Uh, According to Dave Sim, I don't know if anyone's put this into practice, but according to Dave sim, Cerebus can be used by anyone as long as you're not like copying existing uh Dave sim written material or whatever uh you're welcome to use Cerebus in any way you want, and
0: he bought all the rights from uh Gerard right
1: I believe so yes, there yeah. was a
0: so he's not getting like you know he's he's not getting a percentage he bought that i believe straight out mm-hmm. uh but he so, doesn't
1: get it he doesn't get any if, if you use cerebus he does not expect anything from it
0: who Jar Ger- Ger? uh sim gerhard gerhard is what i'm thinking about yeah, yeah uh but i was just wondering it was one of those situations where like gerhard got a cut of things and so you'd have to run it by them as well because uh, it would affect their livelihood as well uh but i think he bought out everything yes from him. yeah yeah, yeah it was a... so it's just his business to do with what he will
1: mm-hmm i mm-hmm.
0: haven't heard from that guy in a while
1: no i, th- I think he's well he's not drawing anymore because of his hand injury okay so i think that's majorly affected how did his, his hand th- get injured uh it was just some sort of debilitating uh nervous thing that nerve problem that oh i'm sorry to hear that that's just because nice. that book that strange death of alex raymond i think yeah. he drew about 30 30 40 percent of it and then someone else finished it okay drawing in his style so and you have that book. I do have that, but book. I've not read that. Book. I've not read that book. In right. fact, it's still sitting in the box. So it could just yeah, be thirty percent done, as far as you know. <laughs> as far as I know, it might just be seventy percent blank pages. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I don't think so, but it could could be. Yes, awesome. it's one of, that's one of those things where you heard about it for a long time, and then you kind of like you forgot about it. And then I was just watching a watching a YouTube video one day, and they were interviewing a bunch of people about books that you never thought you'd see, and that was one of them. And then they were talking to the artists who filled in for Sim. And I was like, oh, that, that came out. Oh, so I looked it up on Amazon and it was available. So I was like, well, I'll just order that. And then I did, as, as I do in my spur of the moments. And then it's still, it's still sitting in the box at home. So I have not yet opened it to But this is not unusual for me. I do have quite a few Amazon boxes with things inside them that I have not yet opened.
0: Do you know what they are? Like Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: I've got the Sgt. Pepper box set, Beatles one I've bought that i don't know five years ago or something it's still sitting in the box i have the let it be one still inside the box
0: and, and so you are
1: i'm letting it be yeah and then i have uh i, I guess it's called And the
0: it. other one you're gonna open when you get some help
1: <laughs> and then i have uh this uh, book about weirdo oh okay still, yeah still so you in, haven't looked at that yet. i haven't looked at that one yet oh right okay there. it's still in the box and then the sim one
0: who who, who wrote that one or was it, uh, was it like oral history? They talked to the people involved? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well,
1: I've, no, I've not, I don't know. I haven't seen it. So okay. It's Out in the box. And then, um, and then I bought a Sloan live record a little while ago. Mostly, I bought the record because I, you know, I wanted the record. But I also wanted it because it had a, a past that you could watch. Because they did this interesting thing when they put out between the, between the Bridges. They filmed uh, a live them playing live to a small audience All this, every song on the record. And the idea was that they could then hive off these individual tracks into videos for much music. Oh, okay. Much music didn't want them.
0: Right. And that's how much music died.
1: <laughs> well, it's still around, I think. Is it gone now? They're still around, but they don't do music videos. No, it's it's kinda of boring. So
0: they're not they are not much they music. They are not
1: much music anymore. No. They're mostly So change your name, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Less music. They so um yeah, so so um I've always wanted to see that because I think it's a great idea. And so as part of this Live version of the show. They also included a thing that you could stream. Stream the uh, the, the the video of it because I guess they're not going to put it out. I was hoping they put a DVD of it. It's so but.
0: weird. Like you just want to talk to much music at that point and just go. What so Sloan like <laughs> gave you all these videos? Yeah, and you didn't want to put them on. Who the, what the hell? <laughs> no, Your crazy. Canada's music station and Sloan yeah. sh- showed up with a bunch of videos and you went no yeah. What, what were you waiting for? <laughs> what were you? What else were you going to put on?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we have we have that show about teenage mothers. We have to get that show on.
0: Yeah, it did kind of become that for a bit. Yeah, I wonder what. Okay, now I'm just looking up what what uh, much music is now. <laughs> I'm curious.
1: A money a, a money maker for someone.
0: For a while, there was like you know uh, much more
1: music as well.
0: It mm-hmm. was like I think it was like uh, oh now they're just called much. Mm, that's not yeah. You know what? Just make it a food channel and call it Munch. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just throw an N in there, and no one's gonna no one's yeah. gonna care.
1: Make it a Latino channel. And call it Mucho.
0: Yeah, there's programming aimed at uh, teenagers and young adults. Mm. Uh, and they changed it in uh, 2013.
1: Mm. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, get, I mean, there's probably not that many kids who want to do what we did, which was like waste two hours just sitting in a chair watching music videos. Well,
0: yeah. the other thing you do is you'd uh, you tape. You know, the channel, and mm. then you'd watch the videos you wanted to watch later, okay. and you could like fast. I, I forward never, I over. never
1: did that. I would just, usually, I watch particular shows. Like they had the kind of, it wasn't called alternative, but there was like an alternative video show in the evenings that I would watch. And they would play the more outre, outre artists that mm-hmm. weren't really a part of the general, uh, you know, on their, whatever they called it, their format. Um, and then I liked, um, and during the time of Sloan and 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 the Super Friends and whatnot. I really enjoyed Much East, which was the uh, couple of guys who covered the eastern, oh, okay. east coast music scene.
0: I, I'm seeing uh, some of the affiliated channels, and so there was, of course, Music Plus, Music Plus, Music yes. Plus, which is, music? You always got a, always got a laugh if you are on stage doing an improv scene and you you went uh, you were Music Plus, uh, Music Max, which okay. played. Uh, What type of music do you think Music Max played?
1: I guess it would be like loud, kind of hard rock music.
0: Incorrect. Quite the opposite. Oh, really? Adult
1: contemporary. Oh,
0: my gosh. Let's chill it down. Uh, There was Punch Much, which which was an all-request music videos uh, service. Okay. uh, Consisting of music videos of various genres. There was M3. Right. That was formerly Much More Music. Okay. And so that was also Adult Contemporary. Jesus Christ, they just kept going with that. (laughs) What you were thinking beyond yeah. uh was Much Loud. Oh Much loud. Yeah. And the all right, what do you think the one this might be leading you into trouble? Uh what do you think the one that focused on urban music like hip hop, R and B and reggae okay. was called?
1: Uh was it called Much Streets? Much Vibe. Oh
0: and uh, the one that focused on music uh, from the 80s to the early 2000s was
1: Much. Sorry, the 80s to the early 2000s was called Much Classics. Retro. Close. There you are. It's close, everyone. Yep. Classics and retro, pretty close.
0: And there's oh, there's Much much Music Czech in the Czech Republic and Much Music Latin America. That exists. <laughs> Ones that existed no longer exist yeah. are Much Music Brazil and Much USA. Huh. I think uh, the USA went hey, we don't even listen to MTV We watch that. (laughs) What are we doing? Get get them out of there.
1: Well, MTV went the same way. They have the uh, Teenage Mothers shows and all the rest of that stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah, they do. MTV Cribs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, there's got
1: to be something to... Cribs Look. wasn't the teenage mother show. Cribs was no, like, no,
0: boy. It sounds like it should
1: be. Eh? <laughs> cribs was a, two, visiting people's uh, fancy apartments and whatnot.
0: Oh my god! If you just combined them and made fancy uh, babies, <laughs> and like you know, you call it cribs, cribs. Yeah, oh. And it's just the cribs of uh, yeah. f- uh, fancy people. So like you know, <laughs> rock stars and millionaires, and just like yeah. here's where the poop happens, and it's just right <laughs> over there, and...
1: changing table. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Solid gold changing table.
0: Really, a bad idea. Hard to clean.
1: I was uh, actually. I was uh, speaking of Thresherman. I was. I was watching some videos of theirs last night. Okay. Before I went to bed, and they uh, one of one of the, my options, which I didn't watch, because I wanted to watch the music stuff. But there was a um, their appearance on Street Sense with Sloan. So it was Thresh Hermit and Sloan who appeared on Street Sense. Oh, Okay. Uh, back in the day,
0: it was yeah.
1: They were friends.
0: I was around a little bit of in that day. One of those days. Some of those days think there was two sloan things during the time that i was there okay so that would have been
1: 95 yeah yeah i always be promoting i guess that's what they
0: well they were they were a good go-to to to get information about you know so you want to start a band but you don't have a lot of money what Mm -hmm. are you going to do how much did it cost for you to start a band what did you do and uh, yeah they they really broke it down really
1: nicely Mm -hmm. yeah they're actually they're pretty open about that kind of stuff they actually and what's interesting about them is that you know, they were all playing in bands before they were Sloan. Oh, and sep- they were all playing in separate bands. You know, and some of them had even like like left the scene. You know, like had gone to school and stuff like that. You know, and were kind of dragged back into it as 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 uh, things happened. You know.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of uh, right now Maria Bamford, who I'm now looking up. For she's, a, this she's an American comedian. I think you'll she's find. She's an American comedian. Absolutely, you're correct. Thank you. This is going to take too long to bring up, so I'm just going to start talking. <laughs> um, where uh, she made a thing a couple of years ago, where she just was saying how much she made. And, like, oh, okay. you know, as a comedian, because yeah. it's something everyone keeps mom mm. about. Yeah, yeah. You know, one, because it's gauche, you know, apparently, <laughs> but. It's a way then that uh, promoters can rip off comedians, Mm. you know, just, I'm going to pay you this. Oh, that's great. Wait, how much is this supposed to be? And no (laughs) one wants to say how much they make. Yeah. Because you value, and the other problem is, of course, people like set a a personal worth on you as a performer or as a person by how much you make. And so, you know, saying that is like, you know, uh, mentioning something very personal Uh, And she went, no, 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 this should all be out there and known. And so so she does in in the hopes of making things better.
1: That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's kind of like in the punk days when bands would put on the back of their records, like how to make a, how to get a record made, like how much it costs for them to, you know, hire a studio, uh, you know, bring in the equipment they needed, how much it costs for the cover to get printed, all those sort of things. So then you can understand how much it costs to get a single made, you know, and so then you could make a single yourself. And then find a distributor like Rough Trade Records or someone who would take your record and, and sell it for you, you know.
0: So Maria Bamford is right now worth three point five million dollars.
1: Is that a, is that a, is that that
0: including the house? No, I just, it's one that of those. That includes the house. One of those
1: websites. People are not always. No, accurate. no, it's her talking on oh, Planet okay. Money. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, the house is uh, the house went up. Uh, in value, uh, no, you know, it was 3.1, is... the house went up, now it's 3.5 million according to this. Mm. Uh, even though the house is uh, full of wasps <laughs> and little rats running up and down the walls wow. and uh, wasps are filling the pool, it's still worth, the uh, the place is worth $2 million. And then in liquid assets, yeah. she's got 1.5 million in the bank, basically. Wow. So, good yeah, for her. Which sounds, it sounds, yeah, you're like, oh, that's good. And then you're like, is that good? Yeah, that's good. Well, she had two seasons of a TV show. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. And like, yeah, it's 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 realistic to like hear you know what someone of her level is uh, is is making.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I just was thinking to myself like, yeah, I'm worth quite a bit of money because of my house. That's
0: yeah. You count the house as part of it. That's of,
1: Well, even if you took out like what we paid for it, it's still a lot of money mm-hmm. because it's just it's gone up in such a ridiculously it's gone up so much, especially in the last couple of years it's just gone up so much in value it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense but there you go everyone wants to live in aldergrove now it's a hot place yeah it's got giraffes oh well, it's not a lot of giraffes, has, but it's got enough had had it had cheap houses that's what people like to put yeah. it yeah <laughs> that's not the case anymore unfortunately once you once everyone wants to move there the the changes changes the is that a difference
0: changes. then between the people who were there when you first moved there, oh, yeah. and the people who, are, yeah, who have moved in recently, oh, yeah. in terms of like you know income level and what, for they sure, do.
1: yeah. I mean, traditionally, Aldergrove was a working class community. Uh, I mean, a lot of single single fa- like a single parent families as well, uh, and so I don't, I can't imagine that there's many single parent families who aren't already established there now, unless they're just like renting a basement suite or something, because it just would be too expensive to you just couldn't afford a place there, right. Now.
0: Like, it feels to me financially, you know, it used to be in the old days, if you were a baseball player and you, you hit a single, you could get a house. And now you <laughs> definitely need a home run. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if you want to live like, you know, it's where you really want to live, you got to hit an inside the park home run. Mm. It's like, it's, it's, even, it's even more difficult. Yeah.
1: Well, when we bought in Aldergrove, we bought our first townhouse, it was $115,000, which, you know, was a lot of money. But comparatively, like compared to what it's for, worth now to yeah. buy a, in the same place, it's like five times as much, sure to buy there, and then we bought our, you
0: don't have wasps in the wall, we don't and, have any wasps in the wall we,
1: we, everyone everyone's house has issues, but right, we don't have wasps or rats running around and then uh, now that the chickens are gone, no rats um but uh, yeah, and the, when we bought our house, I think we bought it for one ninety and it's gone up five times that amount as well, a little more than five times, which sounds great until you look at your property taxes which are also attached to the, to the right. so-called value of your house uh so you know that's gone up that's gone up five times as well so that's
0: i mean i kind of get when there's like older people who go i'm just gonna go on cruises i'm mm-hmm. just doing that i'm mm-hmm. gonna get like you know uh and i'm just gonna live fancy they sell the house and now the rest of your life you're living around the world yeah and you know eating shrimp mm. and uh doing what you're well, gonna you do. don't even
1: have to sell the house i mean I think a lot of people would like take a second mortgage out, mm-hmm. and then just use that money for fun money, you know? Right, but then you've still got your house to put, still you, has value. Yeah, in.
0: but you still got to pay the property taxes and that. Mm-hmm. Like if you do, if you do the straight sale, you get the lump sum, I guess. and and you don't have then that expense. Yeah, and then you know you move, but you do
1: have like I mean, unless you're just going to totally live in in. Uh, on cruise liners, you still would have to rent or whatever. So. Yeah,
0: but you could rent. You could rent, you know, a place that's not that expensive if that's your kind of launching. But place.
1: what's not what's not that expensive for rental? Yeah. Well,
0: it depends where you want to live. Yeah. And again, if you're if you're someone who's you know older, who you know you're not you're not getting out outside that much and, mm. and what have you. Yeah. You know, there's, where the hell
1: does it matter to you? It's like there's not that much difference in rental costs between here and Aldergrove. Okay. Like there's not. It doesn't really. It's not like cheaper to live in Aldergrove than it is to live here, right? But you could Cause there's get more, there's more accommodations in Vancouver than there are in Aldergrove. Yeah, so you know it kind of makes an, an artificially inflated, uh, you know, higher cost there for for which where you're living. You gotcha. would be thinking like, oh, you're living in Aldergrove, it should be cheap because you're living in Garbage Town. But no, you still are paying a lot of money to live in Garbage Town. No, that is truly really garbage town. Yeah, I, I was just it. going
0: like, why'd they put that on the sign? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that keeps the rent down. You want to keep yeah. spreading that? Uh, that that
1: rumor. Well, you know, when we moved in, there there was you know the pool was the pool was smaller than the pool that we had in the backyard at my house in North Delta, the original pool. We moved to to Aldergrove. Mm-hmm. There's this tiny little pool beside the the one elementary school. Uh, so tiny, like I, I, adults couldn't really swim in it. It was basically just for kids to jump into, like, right. no, no way would you want. And only like,
0: went on fire.
1: <laughs> no way would you want to go into the an adult. And that was our that was our pool. We had we did have a nice ice rink, but it was you know an older building built in the seventies. Uh, and that was it for amenities. There was no like community center or anything like that. There was a library um, by the high school, and I, I guess that was a community center. I guess that shouldn't say that. There's a library with a community center attached, so there okay. was, that was there. But. Yeah, there would like there's not a lot in Aldergrove. There's no movie theater. There's there's no bookstores there. There's no record stores or anything like that. Like nothing, nothing, entertainment wise to do there. You leave you leave Aldergrove for your entertainment. Sure. You know, unless unless you just stay at home watching television. But
0: we now na- yeah we now live in a world where everything can come to you. Certainly. <laughs> sort of, and you know yeah. everyone can have a little projector and everyone sure. can do a thing. And- sure. If that's so, what you like, but well, yeah. if you're a young person, that's what you've grown up with. Mm. So, like the idea of you know we're going to go out and see see the 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 big movie that comes, like you know there's a, again there's a whole bunch of young people I know that the idea of that is ridiculous. It's mm. just like I want to see the Barbie movie. Okay, well I've got it. Well, how'd you get it? it just came out. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was like, there's ways of getting anything you want and uh, watching it wherever you want. So why would you go out? Yeah, it's crazy. And if you do, I'm going to go and I'm going to yap as loud as possible because you know I'm partying with my <laughs> friends out
1: there. Yeah, I guess it depends how you grew up. Like
0: if it was if it was a, it was a, a treat to mm. go out and do that, and to me, of course, it was. Yeah, you know that was that was a really it was, good time. It
1: was for the girls as well. Like that was part of our family fun. Because you brought that movies. energy to it. You brought
0: your. <laughs> pleasure of that and also as i've always said you know you never look like your kids were a pain in the ass so like i think like there are some people whose parents brought them to the movie when they had to and it was usually a movie they didn't want to see and you know they got to see that disney movie or whatever that you know the my little ponies you know happy adventures and uh and so yeah (laughs) you know when they get to be older they don't want to go to the movies
1: Mm. yeah well i mean i mean it's it's, not something happy adults do something lisa was talking about actually when we were on Saturday, we went to buy our Christmas tree. We were a little bit late, later than we normally go, just because we've been kind of busy. Um, and it was a bit—it was a bit fraught, actually. Before I say what we were talking about, okay. we went uh, to our normal place we get our Christmas tree from. They were sold out. Oh wow! So, so we're like, oh oh. Uh, so we drove past there, and then Lisa was like, oh, I teach one of her writing students. She's like, I teach so and so beside a tree farm. We'll go down there, and I said, okay, cool. So we drove down to this Christmas tree farm in Fort Langley. Sold out. Oh, man. (laughs) This is getting bad. So then we're like looking on. We pulled over and we're looking at our phones, you know, like Christmas tree, Langley. Um, And then we found one that was close by. And so, and it's kind of one of those places where they have like, you know, a pumpkin patch and they have Christmas trees. And then they always kind of, kind of upsell it, you know, so you have like a little Christmas market and hot chocolate you have to pay for and hot dogs you have to pay for and Santa Claus is there and you have to pay for that. Yeah, the Christmas hot dog, the traditional Christmas wiener. So... So we went there. We got it, and they had trees there. So we we bought a tree there. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was the best tree in the world. It seems to be shedding an awful lot. It's kind of Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Right. You, know, like you bump into it. It's been sick. You bump into it, and there's just like a undergrowth all over your carpet. <laughs> um. So what we were driving, Lisa was saying, like it's gotten really hard with her students. Like even you know three years ago, you know, if you said to the kids, um, you know, like if you're talking about the concept of say friendship. You could bring up a movie, you know, that had that as a theme and the kids would know it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that movie. And you'd be like, OK, that, well, let's think about that. You know, think about in terms of that you know, I want you to write about, you know, or whatever. And and they and nowadays, though, like should be like, oh, have you seen such and such? No. Have you seen this movie? No, I haven't seen it. Like even like recent things. Yeah. Like, you know, like or just Disney stuff that kids normally just love. Right. Nope. Haven't seen it. You know, she said like all the kids are just like TikTok or game video games that's all they do on their phones now right. they don't really watch movies they don't really have any connection to to media of that sort and so he said, so it's really hard to like have this conversation because you're trying to introduce concepts you know to someone who doesn't speak the language so you're looking for ways to make these words have meaning to them not just the word you know if you say friendship or love or whatever you know, it's just a word. You know, you need to have something that gives it a context. But if there's no shared experience, you know, you can't say, well, you know, friendship, like like those two TikTok people who like each other, you know, whatever, you know, like, because Lisa doesn't do TikTok. So she has no, that's not a language she speaks either, right? So, so you know, so there's this kind of disconnect now, which I thought was sort of interesting. Before, you know, there was, you know, you could say, you know, have you seen, you know, have you seen Lilo and Stitch or have you seen, you know, whatever, like. Sure. Zootopia or, or whatever, you, you know, that would give the kids this sort of connection to, to what you're talking about. But that doesn't exist anymore. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, also hmm. scary. Because <laughs> you... things that I love, you're just like, oh, I guess things that I love are dying. Oh, great.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting thing because we did the um, Sparks talk. At uh, two schools, like recently, mm-hmm. and I thought like, how many people here will have read the book like i don't I mean everyone's interested in something different now, yeah, you know, so yeah. it's just weird to have like you know from that thing that, was that a couple of you might know maybe you know <laughs> some people did, and it was all it was all well and good, yeah, but it, it also made me wonder if uh, something that was a treat for us when we were youngsters. Was you know occasionally we'd go into the uh, you know the gym and we'd all watch a movie or something mm, like a Christmas yeah, special yeah, or something. Yeah. It almost seemed like an obligation that we'd have to watch whatever Nelvana did. Uh, this is before they did the um, Care Bears movie and then mm-hmm. just went, hey, screw it, who cares? We we're gonna make money. Um, but they would do things like a Cosmic Christmas <laughs> yeah. or whatever, and we'd uh, I don't devil, remember seeing those Devil of Oh yeah, we'd have to like go mm-hmm. into the damn. Uh, Jim, and uh, here we go. We're gonna watch it. And We'd all watch it, and you know, it wasn't uh, school, so it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wonder if they do anything like that anymore. Everyone watches a movie, or yeah, no. Does she ever wheel in the TV and they all watch a movie in class?
1: I mean, she does do that at this time of year when you're trying to like burn burn hours. Whatever, yeah, you know, like, but she, I don't know. If she does it very much now. I think the system she has in her classroom doesn't allow her to play movies. Oh, okay. So she can not unless she can find them like for free on YouTube. She can't really show films like she used to like to show movies in class. Just you know, because this is the time of year when right you're kind of running out of things to do. It's the last week; kids don't want to like be do. But if okay, that's learn she... to do essays. But
0: yeah. if she was trying to you know get across the, the friendship, yeah, you know what's a movie about that, and yeah, then yeah. They show show a little of that, and mm-hmm. everyone's. Hmm. And I wonder yeah. that also if kids would have the attention span to like sit through a whole movie <laughs> yeah, in, know, in yeah. and a thing.
1: I mean, they it doesn't really matter because the classroom the class length. You know, you can't be like, okay, the kids are going to go to the next class because we're watching a movie. <laughs> you just have to like, yeah. no, we'll just stop it. We'll do it. To, we'll show some more tomorrow. How long are classes? An hour? I guess around there. Yeah, depends if you have a. Some classes are double blocks. There's a weird. There's a weird system. I can't. Lisa's told me, but I can't remember at yeah. all.
0: I mean, there are times uh, when there was a movie that uh, like immediately to sleep because you just turned the lights off. And
1: <laughs> You know, I don't remember doing that, but I loved movies as a kid. So. I think I talked a little while ago about my grade six teacher playing The Gold Rush, the Char- the Charlie Chaplin film, which seems so weird, like in retrospect. like Why that, is that? Well, this is, you know, here's a teacher with a bunch of kids that did not grow up watching silent films. Well, I'm mm-hmm. just going to show you guys a silent film and you're going to love it. You know, I don't know how many people loved it. I loved it. They totally changed changed light my life in terms of like you know, introducing me to to Charlie Chaplin, and that carried on to Buster Keaton and Harold... I don't know if I... Yeah, I don't think I'd seen Harold Lloyd yet, because that was more... in When I was in junior high, they had the Harold Lloyd TV show. Uh, co- they were like, collecting the... You know, they ex- took his movies and cut them into sure. little bite-sized pieces. Um, yeah, so I think... Yeah, but that was part of it, that kind of cumulative experience of seeing those, you know, kind of your you to that. It's just hard to imagine nowadays, like, saying to kids, okay, I know... I know most of you hate black and white, but we're gonna watch a black and white movie also there's no sound <laughs> it just has a music score randomly attached to the film that doesn't have much to do with what's on the screen, but don't worry about it it's it's gonna be great. you're gonna love it, you know maybe you could do it with a short first, yeah, I think that's and people the way would like it cops or whatever you know, but it's odd that thought that he showed us the gold gold rush I mean, to be fair, you know movies of the, those days were about shorter than now, you know like that the gold rush was probably like. I don't know, 45, 50 minutes long. It wasn't like an yeah. hour and a half. Yeah,
0: I remember them showing it was, uh, I feel like they did this in three movies, but Laurel and Hardy moving a piano into a house. Mm-hmm. And it was legitimately tense for me. Like watching <laughs> that, just like, oh no,
1: come on. That house still exists in LA. Does it? Yeah, the stairs are there and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. How was it for like the people that actually then had to move a, an actual piano into that afterwards? Going, <laughs> That'd be neat. They looked
1: great, they looked so confident. <laughs> Here's a, here's a they question. can't do this. What well, they're doing it? This is bringing it right up.
0: Here's a trivia question for you. Okay. Um, uh, the same person did Stan Laurel and Buster Keaton's eulogies. Oh, really? Who was it? And they're still alive.
1: Really? Yeah. Was it Milton Burrow?
0: It was not because he's not alive. Oh,
1: he's not alive. I thought There's he was. Problem alive.
0: number one with that. Okay, theory. so he's,
1: still alive. he's still, alive. still alive. Still alive. Still alive. And was talking about it this week who's still alive that's my question so if you can tell me who's still alive then i'll guess from that list
0: yeah that would uh yeah Mm -hmm. uh, it's someone who's not yet dead
1: (laughs) shoot uh let me just think still seems in pretty good shape all right can i can i can i ask like what era of entertainment he's an entertainer
0: correct i'll answer i'll i'll uh 20 questions this thing with you was it jerry lewis was it jerry lewis jerry lewis is not still alive he's dead jerry lewis oh my god yeah so is Jerry Lee Lewis, I feel bad to tell you. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. Great thing. balls of fire, well, Jerry Lewis. Ger- I'll tell you a Jerry Lewis thing as well after this.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, not Jerry Lewis. Apparently I don't know who's alive and who's dead. Okay. In my world everyone's still alive. Uh that's the ADD for you. Um
0: All right, I'll give you this clue. Okay. Uh famous for doing a very bad accent.
1: Famous for doing a very bad accent. A very
0: bad accent. That's right. Not offensive mm. Well, not to It's okay. <laughs> You can still you can still show it. It's gone.
1: Okay, bad accent. Still alive. Yeah, existed when who'd you say her, her, uh, Buster Keaton and
0: uh, Buster Keaton and Stan Laurel did and the Stan eulogies Lord. for both of them. Okay,
1: that's correct. That's a bad accent.
0: He's famously known for doing a bad accent for I think it was a film that came out in the sixties. It's not Peter It's not Mickey, it's not Mickey they... Rooney, and it's not Peter oh, Sellers. Both okay. are not alive. <laughs>
1: I forgot about the still alive part. Yeah, I knew other, that Peter Sellers yeah. was gone. I feel okay. I feel bad
0: breaking all this news to you.
1: <laughs> no, I knew Peter Sellers was alive. I forgot about the alive part okay. of it. God damn it! So he did it in the sixties. He did a movie with a bad accent.
0: Yes, it was. It was the sixties. I'm sure of it.
1: Sixties, fifties, or sixties. Did a and bad they accent. just
0: did uh, not a remake, but they did a sequel recently, and he was in it as well, and it was very uh, spry, very spry, very spry in it. Yeah, you went like, oh, good for them. Mm. yeah not playing the same cha- well he was playing one of the same characters i think that he played he played two characters in the uh, original movie one with a bad accent one not
1: ah <sighs> uh, was it peter sellers no it was peter- <laughs>
0: you know i'll tell you this okay. though they only listed him as one in the credits one of his names was mixed up one of uh, they mixed up the letters in his name as one of the characters that was in oh it. my god and they repeated that in the uh, in the sequel
1: That was recent. he had a
0: he had a sitcom it was great he yeah, had another show, re, uh,
1: you
0: know, about fifteen years ago, uh, which was a, a, a drama. I'll say drama. Oh,
1: okay. Was it Dick Van Dyke? Then? Yes, sir. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, ah. Dick Van Dyke did the eulogy uh, for Stan Laurel. It was hmm. a big Stan Laurel yeah. fan and impersonator, hmm. and did the eulogy for Buster Keaton.
1: I noticed on Hollywood Suite the uh, movie, cl- movie, whatever it is. I think it was Warner Brothers movies. Like they have a six. They have like the seventies, eighties, nineties, nineties films they had the comic the the dick van dyke film which is kind of like an amalgam of buster keaton and charlie chaplin mm-hmm. into it, playing that sort of silent film character whose career nosedives and they, they go into uh, alcoholism basically dick van dyke's career story yeah yeah <laughs> so, i mean that's the one real
0: nice thing about like dick van dyke now where you're like he's still alive mm. you know there's so many people who had Problems like that, and that's really what took them young. You know, not just at the time, but as they age up, the damage they did to their organs, you know, goes well. So I don't know what to tell you, but you sure did a lot of cocaine in the seventies, huh? (laughs) Sure did. Well, bye. And uh, oof, that's uh, that's a drag. But I guess you know, be a dancer, damn it. You know, that's uh, it's good for the body. Gets a lot of can still tap dance like nobody's business.
1: And just that lucky. Genetic fluke that you. Uh,
0: sure, there's there's that as well. Yeah. But that's what also makes you a dancer. You know, if you're a really good dancer, there's something in your body that's like you're that type. You're mm. the lanky, thin yeah. Tommy Toon type <laughs> who will probably be with us for like
1: another, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, hopefully. You think that Dick Van Dyke will be with us for 20 more years than Dick Van Dyke? That would make him 180. That's interesting that he did uh, Stan Laurel and, and Bester Keaton.
0: Well, I remember like him telling a story about. When he first moved to L.A., he called Stan Laurel up because he was in the phone book. Okay. And just was asking him for some advice. And it didn't go great. Yeah. Because it was like, don't don't just call people. But it was back when <laughs> everyone was in the phone book. And he just assumed, yeah, he must be in the phone book. And he was. Yeah. And he called him. It's like, what the hell? You can't do that. You're one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. 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 That's how it goes. Hmm. The Jerry Lewis thing. Yes. I solved a mystery that I've been trying to, uh, you know, uh, get the answer to. Sure. For oh my god, like thirty years? Wow. Maybe. Wow. Um, when I was a kid, uh, around nineteen, uh, early nineteen, yeah, nineteen seventy-five. I'm looking now at when it was. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen seventy-five, they there was a series of ads that ran, and they may have ran like a year before and a year after as well, because there was a series of board games that were out. Okay. And they were Jerry Lewis board games. Okay, they were. It's a Jerry Lewis game. And when I was a kid, uh, I didn't know it was Jerry Lewis. Yeah. And uh, this is all news to me. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, what I remember from when I was a kid was these ads would come on, and the idea would be uh, some kind of hapless person would be there and minding their own business. They'd be kidnapped in a cartoonish way. They would. Uh, they would have to go and do a game against what I remembered being the Sultan. Okay. Wasn't the sultan. Wasn't the sultan. It was the baron. Okay. And it was this baron, and it was German baron, and uh, he wanted to play this game with you, and you played the game, and the baron would lose the game, and then the narrator would go, but the baron hates to lose, and the baron would go, I hate to lose, and then he'd kill the guy. Oh. Yeah, he'd kill the guy in some way, cartoonish yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, all of a sudden then, like, the ceiling would come down and would crush the guy, and he'd pop up and be 2D. Or you know, or it would it would go side to side and crush him. Yeah. And in this uh, the one ad that I could find was for a game called Spellbound, where it's a spelling game. It actually looks like a pretty good game. Uh, but he puts him in a rocket afterwards and blasts him off into space, which uh, where I assume he <laughs> dies. And also the character sure. of Jerry Lewis, in this is he's a down on his luck guy who's like missing some teeth. He's got the hobo beard. Yeah. He's sitting out on some steps and he's uh, gonna eat a sandwich or something. And something's going wrong comedically with uh, trying to eat a sandwich. And then the stairs he's on gets sucked into a building and come out without him in it. He doesn't want to play the game. He never wants to play the game. Yeah. Uh, but then he plays the game, plays it too well, and then gets uh, killed at the end. It scared <laughs> the shit out of me as a kid. Because he was this happy, kind of goofy yeah. character. And they just kill him. It's like it's the rules of cartoons. Yeah. We're like, and then, uh, you know, Elmer Fudd is hunting Bugs Bunny and then shoots him and kills him. Yeah cuz Bugs Bunny <laughs> tried to goof around and it didn't work. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Yeah, mm. it was uh, so weird, but I found I'm going to I'll send you uh, the commercial to the cobra But, but then I looked on the comments section and went like, was this just me? It was not just me. All these people were like, this commercial messed me up. This is you don't expect this at all yeah. like this goes beyond the rules of comedy. It's like <laughs> the innocent victim comes and then the villain wins. It's really weird. It's like now buy this game for kids I'm like, what are you talking about I don't, so I don't remember those at all. no, of course you don't. you either scar you or you wouldn't know about it at all but I'll definitely I'll send it to you maybe just blank them out yeah, but one game was, was called it? Spellbound, and I'm not sure what the other one there was one. That was a about a casino. That was like called, oh, it's called Jackpot. Okay. It was like a casino one. Spellbound uh, randomly had some letters and uh, and the timer, and you had to spell as many words as you could with those letters. Sure. And so Jerry Lewis is spelling like a bunch of words, and then uh, the the Baron is spelling you know mouse with uh, German M A U S and cat K A T, but he doesn't he doesn't win. <laughs> does not take it well. And the Baron is uh, Sebastian Cabot. Okay. Yeah, and his uh, assistant is Billy Barty. Huh. Billy Barty hanging around a lot of terrifying things when I was a kid. <laughs> he was in Lidsville. It's yeah. just terrifying. Billy Billy Barty, Doctor Shrinker, yeah. a lot of scary things. Yeah, uh, even as
1: an adult, like he's in in the the Day of the Locust with with uh, previously mentioned William Atherton. Oh, is that right? Yeah.
0: Okay. He was also in uh, the t- TV show Bizarre. Mm. And the bizarre thing was, they did two versions. One was dirty, one was clean, and <laughs> somewhat, one was like somewhat clean. Somewhat clean. It was like the setups to dirty jokes. You knew there
1: was a dirty and, joke in there. Yeah.
0: yeah, but they wouldn't show that to you, which for some reason made it dirtier. <laughs> the, a lot of ladies How taking off their shirts, and you just see a blur, and mm, yeah, uh, yeah. and everyone going, "Whoa!" <laughs> here would be the weird thing about bizarre to me, and maybe okay. maybe I'm being naive here. Yes. Uh, Maybe it's maybe it had um a laugh track and just a laugh track. Probably did. But it looks like they're trying to sell it like it's a variety show, like you know, an old timey variety show where it's got an audience. Mm. So you've got an audience there that's seeing a lot of nudity. <laughs> right? Like a lot of yeah. a lot of chest, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Normally, to gather that crowd, yeah, you would go like to the old folks' home or <laughs> go on the street and like get a group and like right. get the Shriners, okay. or get something. And, you know, or uh, you know, when I used to go to the Alan Thicke show, you know, you could you could line up and you know get a thing. Uh, but like, what the? How they? How do you get? Like, oh, by the way, it's gonna be a lot of really raunchy jokes and a lot of boobs.
1: <laughs> Where yeah.
0: are you getting people? Well, And do second. you want the you guys just, who want
1: that? You just describe something people would be interested but in. But
0: where? Where are you going? Are you going to the bar? Where are you going yeah. for that?
1: Yeah. Wait, well, you just said there's a show. You can go watch it, and there's lots of boobs and dirty jokes. Okay. But where do you advertise that, then? Oh, well, I guess that's a question. Like, the Legion? No, he's... He just kind of put it up in telephone poles around the neighborhood.
0: Nice, that's that's a good crowd. <laughs> and how do you get guys not being? I don't think in there. The was, I personally don't think, you there think was it was a, crowd. a straight
1: laugh track. I think it was a straight laugh track myself. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. Yeah. It's really weird too to me. There's A lot of film segments with
0: that. Lou Bagoy was a big part of it too. And it's like you know, you got the you got the Air Force and pretty clean show, mm-hmm. pretty clean. Yeah. And then this the the. <laughs> filth
1: and everyone was fine with it the potential the potential filth. yeah and then the, the
0: other weird bit is that's where super dave osborne came from yes again dirty show and a lot of racial jokes yeah uh, on there and then that becomes a saturday morning cartoon
1: mm. and a show i think that was sort of aimed at kids as well They love live, oh, 100%. The live show. yeah yeah I think they knew who their market was. They had both kind of a, a cartoon slapstick.
0: show and a live show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they took away some of the racial elements. But uh, wow. The cartoon did? Uh, both. I would hope. They still had this, the Japanese uh,
1: assistant or technician or
0: whatever. Yeah, I think the jokes that he said about him were different, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Less World War Two related, probably.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: All oh, my stars. Yeah, that uh, that took off. Weird. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a slapstick. People love slapstick. Slapstick is good. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I was watching uh, Remember the Night the other night. Huh? Uh, The Preston Sturges written, scripted uh, movie with with, um, that guy, Fred McMurray and Barbara Stanwyck. Okay. It's a very good film. Very good film. It's not directed by Preston Sturges. It's directed by Mitchell Lyson or Leeson. But it's very good. But it's just written by Preston It's written by Preston Sturges, yeah. And it, it does have some slapstick in it because one thing really great about sturgis is that he kind of brought slapstick back to movies when movies had gotten very besides some besides like acts like the marx brothers or, or wc fields who kind of stretched back in in time back to an earlier entertainment uh world movies in the especially in the 30s because of coming of sound and stuff like that which really restricted how much movement you could do with a camera and how much banging and crashing around you could do because the mics are mm. so sensitive <laughs> you uh you know kind of encourage people to just sort of stand around and yak it's and, cheaper
0: <clears throat> and it's cheap it's cheaper less rehearsal time and you can edit it easier mm.
1: and then and then uh suddenly you know people like sturges came along and they're like no no let's let's have characters who are clumsy and it's smash a visual things medium and, let's yeah, use it yeah you know let's have a bunch of guys shooting up a train in uh palm beach story or let's have uh can't remember what oh i guess it's more of a car crash kind of sequence and, and then i there's just kind of a it's a, remember the night is a bit later and it's it's uh it's still he's still just a writer
0: did did uh, ernie kovacs do movies or did he go yes was in
1: bell book and candle i know that for sure and I think, right and he did which he's quite good in and then uh he also did a, a military one as well a uh like it's not Operation Petticoat, but what kind of movie like okay. that?
0: Okay, but was uh were the the visual uh you know uh, innovations no. that he came up with were those? And then after he did his TV He's show, it's just was a that, hired hand. So he yeah, didn't i just really wonder if that, that was ever carried on into
1: film. No, not by him anyway. Not by him anyway. And I mean, <laughs> part of what made those shows, I mean, part of what makes those shows good is that innovation. But the thing is, is like what we see are edited down versions because they're actually were quite long. Those oh, sure, shows, sure, sure. And they're basically like community television. Yeah, you know, and not to say they're chiefly made, but they were made to a budget, and they were basically like afternoon shows with a lot of like call-in segments and stuff like that. And and so those parts have been excised. We get rid of all the boring stuff, and we just have like Percy Dovetons yeah, yeah. and the you know the Nairobi, Nairobi, Nairobi trio. trio and things like that that we that we love, you know. And so we just. And it, and some great things like the cowboys shooting it out and one of them getting like the hole in him because yeah. they could do the video effect and just that kind of stuff which I remember seeing as a kid on PBS because they did have like an edited Ernie Kovacs show and that just seemed so amazing to me because you know they, it even then it was rare to have that kind of like video humor on, like to use special effects humor sure. on television even in, even when I even forty years after or not forty I guess thirty years after Kovacs had pioneered this. You know you're watching it, and it's still revolutionary. You know, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know how it'd be now. It's it's available on Tubi, but I've not watched it. But they do have any Kovacs. Material yeah, I only on Tubi. I've
0: only watched like a documentary that was done by one of the guys, John Barber, who uh, oh, yeah. was one of the creators of uh, Real sure, People. Sure. And uh, and yeah, they, they get a little maudlin near the end. Hmm, uh, that's unfortunate. Know, as I mean. you as you do. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, he lost like most of his money, if not all of it, gambling, and yes. his wife had to pay back all these debts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, they got into that. And then they, I believe. He lost they, his
1: daughter as well. His wife, first wife left him and took his daughter away. And so he spent did, a long Did he bet
0: the, the daughter? <laughs> he on? gambled
1: the daughter. No, she just left with her, with his daughter. So he spent a long time, like, searching to try and find his if daughter. If I'm remembering and, correctly, uh, it ended with uh,
0: them playing Send In The Clowns. So, you know, that's. Yeah. That, it's that kind of thing. E, yeah.
1: Tasteless? Well. A little, you know... Um, Maudlin?
0: Yeah, that, there you go. I, I think I think when they were like, you know, how emotional do we want to go with this? All in. All in,
1: all yeah. in. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He died in a car crash. You know, it's one of those terrible things. Now, it's quite good. And have you seen Bell Book and Candle with yes. James Stewart and Kim yeah. Novak and Tony Randall? It's got some interesting stuff. To yeah, that, it's, uh, fun. it's oh. fun. Or no, it's Jack Lemmon. Sorry, not Tony Randall. No, yeah. Jack Lemmon. And who plays the mother? Is it Agnes Moorhead? Who plays well, the mother? That'd in that would be very movie? strange. That would be very strange. But it feels like it's someone that like that. Well, now I've got to look. You've got to look, because wh- wh- why not? And then, yes, Ernie Kovacs plays the person who's, who's written a book about witches, and then comes to New York uh, at, Jimmy, at James Stewart's prompting, and then you know has all revealed to him by Jack Lemon. It's a lot of fun. Right. That's a... Let
0: me see if I'm, if I'm guessing this right.
1: Uh, Wait, that what?
0: Uh, so yeah, you're right. Jimmy Stewart, uh, Jack Lemon, Kim Novak. Elsa Lanchester.
1: Oh, okay. She's the, she's this, the spinny aunt. But that's who, right. But who plays the the other more powerful, dominating? Hermione uh, Gingold. Is oh, that maybe you? that's who it is. Maybe that's who it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Howard McNair. The, huh? From uh, Andy Griffith show. Hey, Andy. He's the barber. Oh, really? Yeah. He's wonder- in it. What
1: wonder-, wonder what he did in that. Yeah. I don't remember him.
0: Well, he plays uh, Andy uh, Andy White. That doesn't help you at all. No, it doesn't. No, Wait, the drummer, the drummer than... who
1: played for uh, filled in for Ringo when they first done "Love Me Do." Yes. Uh,
0: and what did uh, what is Elsa Lanchester most famous for?
1: Bride of Frankenstein.
0: There you go. Well done, you. I'm going to turn over all the cards. Actually, I'm going to hand you some cards. Oh, okay. This is just a little uh, gamey thing. Here's the thing. Uh, both uh, my wife, uh, uh, you know, uh, sent me a, a little video saying this looks like a fun board game. We mm. should maybe get this board game. Yeah. And uh, I said, uh, I ordered it uh, last week. <laughs> and uh, I had it in the other room, and I went, like, here it is. So don't order it, because I've already ordered it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd say it was a surprise. Yeah. Um, so the idea behind this, because it might be fun for us to do, like, a mini version of this. Okay. And if it's not, we'll stop. We'll stop. And you'll go, this is a big piece of shit. I hate it.
1: <laughs> right? We'll oh. do that. I am that, usually that Frank. Yes. i right. It's Honestly, like I thought we'd get Mr. more out of that Beatles
0: trivia game that I uh, I don't know where it is. And
1: that's the problem with
0: it. Um, this is uh, oh the Trivial
1: Pursuit one. Yeah, I think I have it somewhere. Oh, maybe is okay. it my house now?
0: Oh, the, uh, you know what? I think it's I think it's just in the other room. I don't know. Pretty sure. Oh. Are you pretty sure? What, pretty sure? What would you say on a percentage scale? How sure are you,
1: Ernie Kovacs? I would say seventy percent sure. Seventy percent sure. Do you yeah. want to go up or down with that? No, I'll, I'll say give you it. one more chance. Okay, you're gonna go look. Yeah. Just gonna go see. Scour the room. Oh, if he brings it in, I'll feel very silly, but it just seems to me that it was sitting in the back of my car for, for, oh, that's a different one. I'm thinking of the the Trivial Pursuit that we had.
0: Okay, well, this is Beatles Trivial Pursuit.
1: But we had like the full box, like the full game. Oh, do we have the box? Yeah. Okay, well, there we go.
0: Anyway, we're doing this other thing. So it's a a sound effects game, and here's the idea behind it. Thanks Uh, for bringing in that ringer, though. You get a card. Yes. You got to, just using the sound effect, get the other person to guess what the thing is can't use your hands. Okay. That's what it's got to be. Okay. Now you got a choice. You can either go with uh, nature, okay. something or that's an action, or, or an nurture. object. Okay. And I'm going to say, let's do the object. Yeah, that sounds more... Because uh, I've opened the, that pack already. There you go. All right. Uh, which which pack would you like? The
1: uh, one in your hand. The
0: one in my hand. They're both yeah. in my hand, so that's confusing. There you go. I'll give you that Thank one. Thank you. All right. I have not looked at those. You can shuffle them if you want. It means nothing. And uh, we'll, we'll them. do a couple, yeah. and we'll see... Uh, you know, there's no way to win. We're working together on this. It's a, co- it's a cooperative thing? I guess so. I think, uh, though, the number on the bottom there uh, shows you how many points it's worth. So this is like two points. So it's uh, worth less than an action or a nature or what have you. But uh, please guess along at home what we're doing and what we're doing. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so do you want to go first or should I go first?
1: I'm going to pull out my... Uh... Oh, what was his name? Something Harrison. That uh, sound effects guy. George used to, Harrison Wes? from
0: uh, the Beatles. Uh, no, not George Harrison. Harrison Ford.
1: Yes, Harrison Ford. That's right. All right. All right. So who's sorry, Me.
0: Yeah, you start. Like uh, okay. So I just take the top card. It? Yeah, and you can't use your hands. Can't That's the thing. Hands. So put your hands. Okay. Nice and uh, and clasp I have to. Your hands together. I
1: have to clasp my hands together. Sure. And, and make and this sound. Okay. Sound you ready? The, okay. Here we go. Sprinkler. Well, maybe I'll change the sound a little bit.
0: <laughs> no, I think is better. Okay, there was a there was a bird that just uh, there was a bird. Yeah, that that's nothing, to do. Okay, that's nothing to do. Good.
1: with that. Uh, oh boy! That's all. That's the sound. That's all, all right, I give me, me again. Go. That's. that's it's not a train. <laughs> okay.
0: It's a uh, ghost shuffling their feet.
1: No, it's now, not. what is it? Maracas. Okay. Sorry. It's it's not really very rhythmic when you're trying, when you can't have your hands. Yeah. Trying.
0: I would say, I would say the thing about the Moroc if I was to give you a
1: note. <laughs> if I was, sorry, I should have gone like, ch, 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 ch-, ch- tw- that Yeah, like, something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah there was that was music be better. instead of sorry. just consistent maracas yeah, yeah, shaking. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry. So and let's I now apologize. You can
0: judge me. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to judge. All
1: right. I'm ready to judge.
0: All right. er, Click.
1: Uh okay. Err, err click. <laughs> I hope this is thrilling for those okay. at home. Um
0: I can do another version of it. Okay. Erdogan. Blam, 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 blam. Wow. Whirr. Blam, 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 blam. Click, click. Blam, blam, blam,
1: blam, blam. This is the hardest game I've ever heard of. Like, what's obvious to you? Like, when I see maracas, I'm like, this is so obvious. How could you not... Hear Moroccans in my two ch- 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 noises. Now you're like err <laughs> blam 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 blam. <laughs> um man I have okay, um so blam <laughs> blam 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 err blam <laughs> blam uh, blam 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 err click.
0: Blam bla blam 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 blam
1: blam blam or I, I I have no idea. It's a drone. It's a drone.
0: Yeah. So okay. it's either coming and taking a picture, yeah. or it's coming and it's murdering you, yeah. So yeah. there we go.
1: Oh my gosh! All
0: right, all right. So this uh, I thought was going to be easier than this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All
1: right. Here we go. Okay. Here's another disaster coming <laughs> our okay. way. All right. Here we go. Oh, I can't use my hands. We so can't easy. Can't use your hands. Had... Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, that's not doesn't help. Um, no, sorry, I get my, It's my, very hard to. Could be a bit more. Really, uh, yeah. I need a little bit more uh, saliva in my mouth for okay. this one. All right, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Is it Darth it's, Vader? It's so is obvious. it Darth Vader snapping a neck? <laughs> he is not snapping a neck. No, it's not Darth. Not, not Darth Vader.
0: Okay. Is it uh, t- t- television static? And then the sh- the. the can, s- can we give clues? Just to make yeah, it a give easier? me a clue.
1: So this is a sport that you would do as a teenager. For yeah, the let most me hear, part. Let
0: me hear it again. <laughs> oh, is it, uh, is it air hockey?
1: Not air hockey, no.
0: Okay, that would be pretty good for air hockey.
1: <laughs> air hockey would be more like. <laughs> anyway,
0: okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I can't guess it. What is it? Uh, skateboard. Let me hear it again. <laughs> okay, That's not bad. Because they're right. trying to flip it away. Yeah, but it's, yeah, you're you, not can't wrong. It you can't do You can do an ollie. This. A solid ollie. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm right. gonna do one more of these, and okay. then we're gonna go to nature and see if that okay. helps. Okay, okay. All right, ready. Right. So all is right, one. object. Okay. Object permanence. Ooh. Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. Nothing's more okay. m-
1: more morale boosting than ooh. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm Pay ready.
1: close attention <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? I'll close my eyes and and
0: picture what the... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Boom 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 bass? Bass guitar. boom 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 boom. You're so close. Is it like a bass
1: singer? No, no, you were so bass close guitar, to- bass electric bass, a bass, a bass fiddle, a bass. A bass. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: my face of keep going, <laughs> keep <laughs> going, keep going.
1: You can't see that Ian is, is kind of circling his head, keep going. Bass uh, bass, Uh upright bass.
0: The answer was double base. A double base. Oh. Very good. It. All right. So we're putting those cards back in the deck. I'm handing you uh, the nature pack. Okay. Let me
1: just do let me just do this, one. do this one. Okay. Let me just do right. this one.
0: Yeah. Okay. You ready? Surprisingly fun, though, isn't it? Okay. Ready? Here we okay, go. Here we ready? go.
1: All right. Do, 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 do. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that went off the rails. <laughs> Let
0: me try that again. Train. <laughs> it's a, tra- it's train.
1: a train. It's a Let derail try train. Again. Try that again. Here we go. Here we go. Uh Do Doo
0: do 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 I, I can't like, tell you. Like it's so it starts off it with a, a is a is it Jim
1: Rockford's Thunderbird? It's a musical instrument. Yeah. It starts off with a drone.
0: Okay. All right, let's hear it again.
1: Trumpet? <laughs>
0: I gotta ask what is it? Bagpipes. Bagpipes. <laughs> to do. Okay, let me give you... No, no, no,
1: no. Oh, that would have been better. I was trying to do... Um, I was trying to do... You take the high road, I'll take the low road.
0: Oh, is that what you're doing? I swear I thought it was the Rockford Files theme song. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what aspect is it? Is it a piece of meat? It's
1: one of is those it- things where you're like, oh, I know this song. It's the... <laughs> I'll do the <that>. high <laughs> and Then you start doing. you like, I know oh, you were so excited this the right about song. it. And I feel so bad about that. I was it's like, fine. no, 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 we
0: got to do this one. It's I'm fine. gonna nail it. It's
1: fine. Okay. Okay, I've one more for you. Okay. All right. Okay, you got to get this one ready. All right. <laughs> Ding.
0: Typewriter. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. You can put it put, put them in the in, right. the in the stack, or just hand them to me, and I'll, I'll take them. Thank you very much. Here you go. Now we'll try. Go. We'll try. We'll try the. I want to say it's easier, but maybe I don't it isn't.
1: know. Like it waterfall?
0: Is that going to be easy? I'm just going to hand you half of these. This is nature. Yeah, the sun. Oh, it could be something like that, <laughs> couldn't
1: it? Okay, you, okay. you start first this time because I, I did. All right, it there here we go. So piece. this is
0: uh, all nature things.
1: All right,
0: here we go. Uh,
1: uh, elephant. Yes. Woo. Okay. Off. It, off to the races. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Dead elephant. <laughs>
2: Clues. <Close. laughs>
1: oh my God. Oh my God.
0: I mean, a preacher. I, Is it a preacher? It's not saying, a preacher. Oh my God.
1: It's not a preacher. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I like being given something you've never heard before. What does it sound like? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but here we go. Ready?
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll shut my eyes so I can't see your yes. hands.
1: No, I wasn't, doing, I wasn't doing. I was just trying to make it so it more distant. <laughs> I don't know. Pepper. Pepper? <laughs> no, not pepper. It's uh. Okay, I'll paint a picture. Okay. And then and then I'll put the. the So okay. you're in Death Valley. Okay. You're, you're crawling along. You're out of water. Okay. You're crawling along. And then you hear. Okay. <laughs> it can't be caw but you hear. Ca-caw. <laughs> Is it a vulture? Yes. Oh, very nice. What does a vulture sound like? Oh, okay. I
0: would guess. I don't I'd... know. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. Shake it, shake shaka shake shaka shake shake
1: it, shake shake it, shake 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 Oh my gosh! Okay. Uh... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: your instinct is to go for your hands. Yeah. There's an aspect of the game where you can use a cheat card, and that will let
1: you use your hands okay. for one thing.
0: Okay. Or if the other team gets it, they can steal it oh. as well. But you got to use this one special card for it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, oh, how would you do this? Okay.
2: That
0: was pretty good, whatever it was. Uh uh, is that being attacked by a shark?
1: No. No. Okay. But it's something that would happen in, in the ocean. Okay. Or near the ocean.
0: Okay. Uh, is it a tidal wave? L-
1: like a tidal wave. Is it a tsunami? Yes. Very good.
0: Very good. All right. <laughs> one more. We'll do, okay. We'll do. One, I'll do one more here. All right. All right. Oh.
1: Mm. Oof. <laughs> um. uh, dog?
0: All right. One more time.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Is it uh cardiac arrest bear? (laughs) Is it what cardiac arrest bear? No, it's not. Okay, um, so it's a it's an animal being attacked by another animal. Nope. Oh.
2: Roar.
0: <laughs> 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 it
1: looks like someone dies. Yes.
0: Yes. By the end of it, that is what has occurred.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: So think what animal has had that happen to it.
1: <laughs> uh, I, permanent style. Permanent style. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, so this animal exists at one time and now it doesn't exist anymore.
0: I like where you're going.
1: Was it a dinosaur? Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Hit me with one more. All right, one more. Then I'm going to uh, give you a treat. This is a pretty
1: saying. easy one, except you have to, you'll, ha- you'll have to go through like every version of this, but here we okay. go.
0: <laughs> Chimpanzee.
1: Orangutan. Gibbon.
0: Mandrill. Okay. <laughs> ape. Silverback ape. <laughs> King Kong. Ape, gorilla, chimp. Monkey. Rhesus monkey. Certain type of monkey?
1: Yep. <laughs> Fuck. I wish I could do a sound for it, but all right, uh, uh,
0: monkey, monkey shines, monkey, Mon- barrel of monkeys, uh monkey. <laughs> I don't know any different types of monkeys. Uh long-tailed monkey, short-tailed monkey, monkey.
1: It's a spider monkey. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know. What they, like, why so what are, they, what are they talking about? How can you like do oh, a spider sound?
0: Oh, yeah, right, here's what you do. Alright, so okay, here's how you do it. Okay. You go, so
1: you do it like that. Go into the Spider Man theme. I guess I could've done that. Yeah, you could've done that. I didn't. Didn't you to me.
0: Alright, I'm gonna give you a. am gonna switch up the game uh to uh one of these uh Beatles things. Oh, okay. See, this will be nice for you. Because you'll get you'll get them all. Oh will I? You will oh no, you're gonna get them all. There is no way okay. you're not gonna get We'll see. Alright. Here you go. Uh, because it's not annoying. It's been, it's annoying been a enough. while. It's Just seven years ago. Roll we did roll it, more it, more roll the dice and really annoy the, the listeners. Purple. Purple. Uh in she loves you. What advice is given in the song's final
1: verse? With a love like that, you know you can't go it can't be bad or something like that. Nope. <laughs> it's an action you should take. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh uh, I don't know. Sorry. Apologize Licks. to her. Oh, apologize to her. Okay. All right. Roll again. Really sorry orange.
0: about this. sound. Orange. On which day of the week does Magical Mystery Tour take place?
1: Roll up, roll up. It's a Magical Mystery Tour. Uh, today? Sunday.
0: Is it Sunday? It's Sunday.
1: Oh. All right. Man, uh, see, I'm, folks, I'm doing terrible at this. But, I'm going to put this my... out there so you, oh, can, yeah. you can roll it onto that. The lyrics make are my strong noise. suit. Oh, orange again.
0: Orange again. All right.
1: In which Beatles film does the group ride on a bus? In which Beatles film? That would be, well, we just did it, Magical Mystery Tour.
0: Very good. Okay, roll again.
1: Oh, yellow.
0: Yellow. What name did John Paul use when they performed as a duo in April 1960?
1: The Ramon Brothers or the something? Uh,
0: the uh, Nurk Twins. Oh,
1: the Nurk Twins. Okay,
0: okay. roll again. Ow. Orange. Orange. In Help. What uh, happens in the men's room when Ringo turns on a hand drying machine?
1: It becomes a vacuum and sucks up jo- and takes away George's sleeve.
0: That it, yeah, the machine sucks. Oh, off I guess the, it sucks up Ringo's sleeve. Actually, sucks uh, off. <laughs> oh, that sounds dirty. Sucks <laughs> off the coat uh, sleeves of Ringo and Paul. Yeah. And what does it do to George? It does a different thing to George. So you got you lost the uh, coat sleeves from yeah, Ringo and yeah. Paul, and George loses his shirt. A shirt? Okay. His shirt, okay. <laughs> shirt. Don't remember. Just like they did after Apple.
1: <laughs> they came out all right. Sort what all right.
0: song did... Yeah, they got green there. That's Is blue. It, that's blue? Then yeah. in that case, who sang lead on P.S. I Love You? Paul. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go green anyway. What song did Paul write for uh, a Mary Hopkins single? Goodbye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Roll again. Orange. In Help. The truck used by a clang to chase the Beatles bears the name of what famous London store?
1: I think it's Herod's.
0: You're correct. See? Doing real good. Doing real good. Yellow. Yellow. In 1958, John's band, The Quarrymen, made a demo record with John, singing lead on which song recorded by Buddy Holly uh, with the Crickets?
1: Hmm. Is it That'll Be the Day?
0: It sure will.
1: (laughs) That was orange.
0: Okay. In A Hard Day's Night, uh, what book is the Beatles' road manager shown reading on the train?
1: Oh, I don't remember now.
0: Son of Mad.
1: Son of Mad? Son of Mad mad, That's right. The one with the gorilla. Quality,
0: quality uh, magazine that I destroyed. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're getting a lot of orange a lot of here. Orange, yeah, this
1: is loaded dice.
0: Okay. In A Hard Day's Night, mm-hmm. what does John say to the girls when he pretends to be a prisoner?
1: I have no idea.
0: I bet you can't guess what I'm in for. Oh.
1: guess that's when he's in the luggage rack or luggage compartment. Yellow.
0: Yellow. What member of the Casanovas sat in on drums... For the Silver Beetles, May nineteen sixty audition. Uh, come on! No, I got no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Johnny Hutchinson. Well how did How did I not? You know gotta that?
0: listen to our podcast. I,
1: I don't think I've even talked about that. Okay, we'll we kind of we kind of gave short shrift to the early years when we did that one. We hadn't uh-huh. quite, quite quite hit on our uh, Yellow again. Hadn't quite hit on our uh, con- right. the whole concept.
0: Which uh, gentle? What gentle Liverpool native? Did the group back on their May 1960 tour of Scotland?
1: Johnny Gentle? Uh, Yes. It was a Johnny Gentle?
0: That was exactly it. (laughs) I thought like, well, if you're not going to take this seriously, (laughs) then you're going to win. Red. Okay. In help, which Beatle falls through the floor of a recording studio?
1: I guess it's Ringo. They saw saw around the drums. You got it. Green Green this time.
0: Green. We haven't had a lot of green. Who was the first Beatle to have a solo single top the charts in America and the UK?
1: The first Beatle to have a
0: solo single top the charts in America and the United Kingdom.
1: Was it John? No. No. A please solo con- single. Please continue guessing. <laughs> There's only four people to guess. A solo single top the charts. No, it was
0: Pete Best. No.
1: <laughs> um, it wasn't. Was it Paul then? It was not. Who was it? It was George. Really? Yep. So you learn stuff. Oh, I guess I mean I guess they released other songs but they weren't like top 10 they weren't like number 1 so I was I guess it was
0: uh I'm not sure what the song was.
1: Probably uh, we doing uh whatever that one is, Something Lord. Yeah, we're
0: doing uh Oh my uh, my sweet Lord. Maybe. My sweet Lord, yeah. All right, we're going to do five more. Let's go. Okay. Speed round. <laughs> Speed round. Green. Green. Uh where did John and Yoko record their first album?
1: Um a titanum?
0: It was John's home in uh, Kernwood.
1: Oh, okay. Orange.
0: Who wrote the screenplay for a Hard Day's
1: Night? Ellen Owen.
0: You got that right. All right.
1: Three more. Red. Or is that purple? Sorry, it's pink or whatever that color is. All right.
0: What is the first song performed on the album Let It Be?
1: The first song performed on the album Let It Be? Yes. Two of Us?
0: Yes. Good one. All right. Two more. Oh, blue. Blue. Uh, Which Beatle wrote a song uh, whose title includes the name of his sheepdog? (laughs)
1: <laughs> that would be Paul with Martha, my dear
0: Nice, and the final This is for all the money Purple Okay What song did Paul write to cheer up John's first hey, son? Hey Jude Yeah, that was too easy <laughs> Okay, let's do one more so, Yeah, let's do, I'll one, do more one more for, uh, Green Green? Yeah Okay On how many of Apple's first four singles <laughs> Did Paul either play an instrument or serve as producer?
1: How many of their first four singles? Yeah So... Mary Hopkin, one. Badfinger, two. Uh three. The thing bob one, the Brack Black, Black Might Black Dyke Mills band, whatever they're called. And what would be the fourth one? I'm just guessing, of course.
0: Yeah, it doesn't list them here, so we're just it just lists the the number and, and what they did.
1: Oh I can only think of three, so I guess I'll say three. it's probably be four.
0: Four. <laughs> uh once as a beetle, once as a musician, and two as producer.
1: Oh Curse is a beetle, duh. The Beatles would have had that
0: and which and real quick which movie company released the first two Beatles films?
1: Uh, United Artists.
0: You're right. Well done, you. See, there we go.
1: Did pretty good. There we go. There's a few. There's a few bl- blank spots in my. Uh, yeah. Particularly and um, now
0: that you've done it, I'm throwing one more nature at you. Go.
1: <laughs> All right. Kakakakak. Uh, a parrot. Kakakakak.
0: A caca. A toucan. Caca. A crow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I was... No, that was my fault. I'll take the dice. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank are. you kindly.
1: Appreciate it. That was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed our trivial fun.
0: Yeah. Why not have some trivial fun? It's fun <laughs> to have trivial fun. It is. I'm I'm it's Christmas time. Around. It's Christmas time, man. You yeah. know? Listen, it's a stressful time. It can be. Maybe Maybe it isn't for you. But for a lot of people, it is.
1: I do stress out at Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's why we're doing uh, like a Christmas Eve thing for some friends who are having a little bit... Not necessarily having a rough time but it's just like it's mm-hmm. going to be low key sounds a
1: lot of fun i wish i could come no but
0: i understand You're i have good. a
1: family dinner and then i also have i have to sing with choir at uh, church I but we're only having assumed. one we're only having one service this year oh well, when we, do you, how many do you usually have we usually have two services we have the okay. family service usually at 6:30 mm-hmm. and then we have the candlelit service at 10:30 which i love the candlelit service because it's Stunned in the dark with just candles, hence the name. And then yeah. I love singing "Silent Night" with just candles. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. It's very nice, very very affecting. But we're not doing that this year, I think, partly because it actually is on a Sunday, Christmas Eve. So oh, we, yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. having a service in the morning. Sure, sure. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll be doing another service. So I think three services was probably too much for the our our interim priest, who's kind of like, "Hey, I'm not getting paid enough for this." So
0: I uh, I, I as I probably mentioned before. The the one time of the year I really did like going to church was midnight mass because mm. I was a night person. Yeah. And it was the one time I had the advantage, and everyone else was like, oh, they're drifting off. Yeah. Having a hard time. And it's like, that's me anytime I go to church in the morning, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone else. And I'm just oh, <laughs> trying to stay awake. But like, midnight, let's get going. What are we going to do? The altar boys need help moving some stuff around. I'll help you put out those candles. This is going to be fine. Let's get going. Come on, chop, chop. But yeah, what I was saying uh, about uh, the stress thing. Is uh, so we're trying to like have a thing on Christmas Eve oh, no, where so people fun. want to drop by, yeah, and eh, just drop by, and it's gonna be no no stress. It's mm-hmm. just hang out. We're just gonna be telling some jokes, probably playing a little bit of this uh, sound effect game because <laughs> I wanted to test it out, and it seems to be good. At <laughs> uh, well, least fun. I don't and know you, and you, you know what? It's one of those games that like people can figure <laughs> out immediately. Yeah. It sounds like so. What are all the rules? Uh, yeah. Make the sound of an elephant, and then what? That's it. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, right, pretty fine. easy. Yeah.
1: There was three words that uh, caught my eye, and maybe where they want to come. What's that? Root beer floats.
0: Yeah, we do. We've been doing that for quite a while now. Mm. Where, like, you know, there was there's always kind of stress on Christmas. We were like, let's just take a second, have some root beer floats. And usually, (laughs) and I didn't mention this in the invitation. We always like uh, make root beer floats and wear silly hats Mm. for the root beer floats. Okay, like wear a dumb hat, have
1: a root (laughs) beer float. It's gonna be fine. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't come. I would. If only I didn't have family. No, I'm just joking. <laughs>
0: my Christmas wish is <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. I like, I love my family. Yes, you do. Even my extended family. <laughs> Excuse me. That is awful. Um, right. Uh So yeah, so I, um, I do kind of stress out. I, I'm a, you know, I, I, I'm a perfectionist. So that's very hard to like. Then put something in front of me. This is like, okay, you got to have a lot of expectations and it's just got to be absolutely perfect. You have <laughs> yeah. to get everything right. You know, and you're just kind of like Whoa boy. So, you know, I I have a list of like I've lists of presents, I have lists of all the food that we need and I'm constantly like checking yeah. and ticking off things. I'm like going in the fridge all the time. I'm going, okay, the turkey's here, I get turkey's here. Potatoes. Okay, we've got broccoli, we've got asparagus we've well, we got Brussels sprouts, we've got, you know, do we have bread? We don't have the bread. We need the bread for the stuffing. We get <laughs> just things like that, you know, that just uh, just make life fun. Yeah, so much fun so, yeah you know.
0: same with me we've ordered Chinese food for Christmas Eve so that takes care of a bit of it mm. but I still got to put out some snacks and get like yeah. you know, alright what kind of drinks have we got and then there's always like one friend who's got the dietary thing just like, they can <laughs> have rice one. and meat but they can't have this but they can't have nightshades Yeah. so what goes into this oh god damn okay so I'm going to make this and this and this and the last time I, I uh, invited them over I actually ended up making this like you know pretty elaborate side thing of like a bunch of stuff for them, and then they didn't make it. And I was like, mm, all right.
2: <laughs> Fudge uh, on that. Uh, yeah.
0: So, you know, being a little uh, lighter with it. Again, I, I'm, I'm trying to cut myself slack as well. Sure. So, you know, easy peasy. And then the next day. I wish I could do that. It's, it, the family's coming over, and I'm making the, the turkey, which isn't too bad, and then just got to figure out the sides. Turkey's fun. Yeah, I got them to make the dessert. So it's okay. like once the main meal's done, coasting. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear something?
1: No, you just reminded me I have to make something for for the for the Christmas okay, Eve there dinner. We go. I have to uh, nothing big. I have to make carrots, but it's fine. Yeah. I make I, good carrots. I got to make carrots too. Make good carrots. All right. What's your carrots? Tell me. There's nothing too simple, but I put tarragon on them and that's a wow. It is very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just made some tarragon carrots uh this week. Mm. It was like it was but it was raw. It was like a salad. Okay. And it had like a tarragon oh. on it and oh, uh, it was quite quite good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah tarragon and carrots are really good together. I never I was fortunate enough. I brought. I we ate dinner at a restaurant that Lisa and I used to go to all the time, and with a friend who was much more knowledgeable than me, and he was eating the carrots. He goes, "Oh, tarragon, very good." And I was like, "Oh, tarragon, make mental note. Add tarragon to carrots." (laughs) Yeah, I got this. um,
0: I got this uh, cookbook called uh, "Let Me Feed You." uh, Mm. That's by a woman who uh, runs a bakery here called Butter. Okay, the Butter Goods Bakery. And I've made her baked stuff before, and it's really, really good. Yeah. But uh, it's like all these other just you know dishes for the main meal, and 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 it's just everything so far has been oh yeah, mm. and then because she's local, it's all stuff we can get here. It's mm. none of this stuff mm. that I usually get when I'm doing a British recipe, where it's just like kippered eels. I don't
1: know where to get. <laughs> where can I? Yeah, Woodwards is gone. You can't buy British delicacies yeah. anymore.
0: Let me just go to the shop and get some double cream. What's that? doesn't exist you say here okay what's the equivalent what's the equivalent what's the equivalent and go on some forth
1: yeah what is the equivalent of double cream
0: uh i think it's usually whipped cream usually oh, really? it's like it's the same thing with like heavy cream i don't think double cream he- heavy cream is really is is you know like clotted cream. cream i think is my that right is it whipped cream whipping cream is is heavy cream okay that's what they call heavy cream in england mm. you can use uh yeah they also call
1: it squirty cream Do they? They do, yeah. Okay. Because it comes in the script bottles. Yeah.
0: I do a lot of uh, translating. (laughs) And uh, and then after that, substituting. (laughs) And then uh, hopefully, hopefully, it all works out. Um, So I'm going to go to the land of letters, if that is okay. Land of letters. Some of you sent letters that were intended for Santa, and we have returned them to uh, the uh, North Pole. Pole. What
1: is the, what is the, um, what is it? Santa
0: Claus, North Pole, H-O-H-O-H-O.
1: H O in Canada. H O H O H O.
0: Okay. H O H O H O. -O. Yeah. Ho ho
1: ho. Or H zero H zero H zero.
0: The uh, Did you ever hear like actually our numbers? Did you ever hear why NORAD um uh tracks Santa? No. Why? Uh, one year there was like a TV like the TV show or something that gave out Santa's phone number. Okay and uh, they accidentally gave out the wrong number, and they gave out their number to NORAD. <laughs> so a kid called NORAD and was yeah. asking about Santa, and I was like, yeah. what do you got? Where would you get this number? It's like, it was this. And the kid explains it, and he's like, oh, all right. And so the guy gets off the phone and goes, guys, we're going to be getting a lot of calls about Santa. <laughs> so, okay, all right. So here's how we're going to deal with it. We're yeah. just going to say we're tracking them. And we're NORAD. We can't tell you anything more than that. But we're going to yeah. let you know Santa's doing fine. Okay. And then the news picked up on this, and they interviewed the person from NORAD, just going, "Yeah, well, we got a lot of calls about Santa, and uh, he's doing fine, and we're not going to sh- shoot him down, and everything's going to be fine." And so, yeah, that became this like fun tradition. Yeah, NORAD yeah, had. it is Because yeah. like, yeah, they got the wrong phone number and they gave <laughs> oh, that's NORAD's great. number out.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah, from from little happy accidents.
0: Yeah, that's what we call children. Um, <laughs> A uh, question we asked uh, last week was, has there ever been a time where you worked where you shouldn't have? Maybe you came in sick or what have you. And uh, what's the best movie, subjectively speaking? Please, only subjectively. We well, don't just want mean, no objectivism yeah,
1: here. Yeah, we just don't. Because, you know, you could be like, I looked in the thing and this won the Oscar that year. No, I just mean for you... Yeah. For you, Leonard subjective. Martin says. Yes, that's right. This was the best movie of 19, whatever.
0: And then he went and he asked his daughter, because she's always there now. Uh, what's the best movie, subjectively speaking, that came out the year you were 13?
1: 13. 13, which I think is like a formative age.
0: Yeah. So uh, our friend Louise. Louise. Who uh, will probably be coming by on Christmas Eve, which is great. And also nice. uh, sent a, a delightful uh, holiday card. Oh, so nice. Mm. Uh says, um, the subjectively best movie that came out when I... I said not... Wait, objectively. Yeah, subjectively is fine. Uh, subjectively, I, I was getting subjective and objective. <laughs> and sorry, I became offensive instead of sub-fensive. Yeah. offensive uh, The subjectively best movie that came out when I was 13 was Jaws. Okay. Uh, I didn't see them at the time, but the two big cult hits that year were Monty Python and the Holy Grail mm. and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. What an interesting year! That's a good year. Yeah. Speaking of, the I mean,
1: Rocky Horror Picture Show sucks it's as a an experience. movie, but as an experience, as a midnight movie, it's great. Yeah,
0: and some catchy songs in there. Yeah, all right. Um, the and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I got to say that because it leads into the. next Oh, I'm bit. sorry. Uh, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. Speaking of drag, yes. See, there you go. Uh, I used to act in live shows, and we drag ourselves on stage. That's not how drag is used in that context. Though it was on stage first. That's fine. I'm sorry for interrupting myself. Uh, No matter how sick we were, because there were no understudies, if I had a cold, I'd tuck uh, anachronistic uh, Kleenexes up my fancy sleeves so I could catch the drips from my runny nose. One time during a performance of The Importance of Being Earnest, the actress playing Gwendolyn had the flu. She had to slip off stage during the last act to throw up. Hmm. I remember knowing her line was coming up, so I said it for her and everyone's heads whipped over to my side of the stage with a look of surprise, then relief uh, that the scene could continue on. She slipped back on stage in time for another big wrap-up, which included all the couples kissing as the lights went down. <laughs> Yuck. Another time, a bunch of us who were in Kiss Me Kate, You just did the kissing boys, wow, this is... uh Came down with food poisoning after a late-night after-party. Oh. Some even had to go to emergency. Boy, boy. But the next night, uh, we all went on. At least no one was contagious at the time. And on that <laughs> infectious note, happy Christmas to all and to all the good sneak. Thank you, Louise. Yeah, that'd be interesting. if uh, Merry Christmas to you. You had to go to, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Louise, and to all the moons. Uh, if you had to go to emergency in costume, it was all like dressed in Shakespearean game. You know, like, don't break character, whatever you yes. do. I'll take leeches and that's it.
1: <clears throat> the Scottish Hospital. Ooh. Can't, can't say its real name. It's bad luck.
0: You can't. Uh, Lisa
1: Rao, ah. the co-host of, uh, Horse, horse Mysteries. mysteries. Oh, wow. Very good. Speaking of Horse Mysteries, we watched a horse movie last night called Sylvester with Melissa Gilbert. Oh. And Richard Farnsworth, the Canadian actor.
0: Very nice. From what uh, year was it? I think it was
1: like an 80s film. Very good. And it was interesting because, well, it's interesting watching a horse movie with Lisa Because she knows so ding-dang much about horses. hmm You know, and it always blows my mind because I'll say to her, so... How many times have they switched horses? Because ah. I, I don't kind of always tell, and she'd be like, "Oh well, when they had the horse running in the field with its tail up, that was an Arab, so that was a different horse." And I'd be like, "Oh, okay." And then when the horse was doing like the eventing in the because it had an eventing section in the film, okay. The end of the movie is Melissa Gilbert is a is working as a, a cowgirl, a cow uh, as a rider for for at a at a uh, feedlot in Texas, and so her job, amongst other people, is to is to, you know, you, with the horses is to guide the cattle into wherever they're going, you know. And and then is, she finds this horse who's an amazing jumper, like an amazing horse, and she starts training it and then starts training it to do actual like go into eventing, three-day mm. like eventing. And Richard Farnsworth's character is actually was a former cavalryman in the in the in the old days. And so he's he's helping her to train the horse and it's really accurate, like amazingly yeah. accurate, and, and especially like the training parts of it, like the things he tells her and things like that. It's, it's really impressive how accurate it was. But yeah, through the whole movie, you know, Lisa will be like, oh, they changed the horse. Oh, there's a different <laughs> horse now. Oh, horse, this horse is back. And she knew uh, uh, one of, uh, a local rider, actually, the, they used her horse for some of the scenes in it. And then there was an American rider whose name I can't remember now, but she was a woman who was actually afraid of eventing. She was afraid of uh, jumping. And, but she brought a horse back from Ireland and this horse was so good that she just had to like get over her fear mm. and start jumping on this horse because it would just would have been a shame to, it would have been a crime oh. to not allow this horse, uh, you know, to, it's, uh, to show off its skills, you know, in that. And, and like, uh, there was something that the horse did, oh, where it jumped and the jumps in this thing were just crazy. Like yeah. the venting jumps were just nuts. And there's a thing where the horse, you know, has to go up and then jump down into the water. And then has to jump out of the water onto a bank, incredibly hard. And Lisa went, "You can't teach a horse that. They can either do it or they can't." <laughs> and I so, said, "Oh, this is, it's so much fun to watch movies like oh, that with her because cool. just a different level of knowledge than I have, you know." But anyway,
0: well, go, if you want to go uh, on with your story, do an oh. episode of uh, Fan on just horse movies. Feel free.
1: <laughs> well, we did do it. Actually, we did do an episode. That's right. of uh, uh, horse mysteries, which was just just movies. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, everyone, go on with Lisa's so,
0: story. So uh, Lisa writes in and says. Question number one, I think this very moment might qualify. Okay. I'm hacking my lungs out uh, with a cold, but I'm at work. 70% of my class has been doing the same for the last two weeks. So if you can't beat them, join them.
1: <laughs> she uh, has been really sick for the last two weeks. I am so sorry to hear that. Yeah, she's just really been under all the right. weather. Is she,
0: how's she feeling right now?
1: Still hacking away.
0: All right. Let's all send uh, good wishes and uh, yeah. healthy thoughts. Thank you. Uh, to Lisa.
1: Hopefully she's feeling better in a couple of days.
0: Other, other times included when my doctor felt it was okay during my first pregnancy. When I felt, felt I was okay during my first pregnancy. And in fact, I wasn't. Mm. I kept working uh, when I should have been resting. This probably contributed to the issues I currently have with my retinas. Okay. And question number two, Louise and I are twinsies. <laughs> so Monty Python and the Holy Grail, RHPS, and uh, Jaws were all big movies that year. As was three days of the Condor, uh, Dog Day Afternoon, and one flew over the Cuckoo's Nest.
1: Oh, pretty good movies. Yeah, very nice. <clears throat> I could choose most of those films besides Rock Horror Picture Show. I could choose as the best of that year.
0: Yeah, solid stuff. Nice. Okay, so the the next. Uh, sorry, do we have any uh, emails? Or we do. We do have an email. Oh well, sorry. then let's uh, let's do to that before I go on.
1: I was. Uh... Do you want to do a quick? Uh, refresh? Animal,
0: animal one, sure you got it. Okay, <laughs> so say. this is yeah, quick refresh. vulture. I did, I did pick up vulture again. Whoops. Oh man, uh, mistake. Ca-caw. All right. So Did I want to do a
1: quick? Just a quick refresh, just to see if anyone. Else. Sure, sure. Yeah. I just did. Yeah. And, oh, okay.
0: It's all good. No dice. No all right. dice.
1: All right. I live in hope.
0: Yeah, not that close. What do you like? Hour and a half. <laughs> Something
1: like. That. So we got a we got an email from Laurel Robertson.
0: Lovely. And
1: her subject is. Some answers, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Hello, David and Ian and Sneakers. The questions you posed are tough this week, at least for me. <laughs> I cannot think I ever worked when I shouldn't have. I mean, there have been plenty of times I didn't want to be working, but there I was, toiling away. As to question number two, I was just poking around through a lengthy list of movies that came out the year I turned 13, which, by the way, was August 1970. Okay. There were some really good movies, and wow. What a lot of real stinkers. The only one I actually saw at the theater that year was Count Yorga, Vampire. Wow. Which was logically one of the lousy ones, <laughs> but I loved it at the time. Probably, 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 Ian, it's pronounced probably. Yeah. Not probably, like Prob- I just didn't Probably. My favorite movie on the list that, that I saw years later is Little Big Man. Okay. I do love that movie and the book. I love the book, too. John Berger, that's a really good book. I think it's John Berger. Anyway, okay. As we close out 2023, I just want to thank you fellas for continuing the Sneaky Dragon podcast on account of I'm so fond of the show, of the other sneakers, and of you. So, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. Blessings, Laurel R. Thank you, thank you, Laurel. That's
0: the season to yourself and uh, Merry Christmas, uh, your gang.
1: Merry Christmas to you as well.
0: All right, so here's a question that I would like, that I've been thinking about. Okay, you've been thinking about this I've question. I've been thinking about this one because next, uh, next week, yeah. we're going to have a special guest. We are going to have a special and guest. And that special guest is, uh, you know, uh, a special Dedrick.
1: A special special that's Right. True.
0: That we have every year. I, I've had him here more times this year yeah. than traditional. Yeah. Because we had an anniversary show that he was a guest at. This mm-hmm. thing one, number one. Thing number one. And also done multiple uh, episodes of a show called Refresh My Memory that we have brought up <gasps> because of Eric Fell. Yes. Uh, on, <laughs> uh, on, on our thing. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, that we do on that show, uh, third host is uh, Vicky Van. Um, is that they talk about a movie and their memories of the movie, much like we were just doing now, seconds ago. Yeah. I feel like I'm ripping off my other show. <laughs> and uh, and they will make up a, a drink based on that movie. Mm. So what I would like to do yes. is ask you, the listeners, uh, for a drink based on Sneaky Dragon. What would a oh. Sneaky Dragon drink be? It can be... Uh, Alcoholic and mm. non-alcoholic. If okay. I decide to make one, I'll make a non-alcoholic version for David, so he doesn't have to, uh, you know, uh, have booze. Yeah. Uh, but it's something we do on our other show, and thought, oh, that might be a nice little welcoming thing for Jason. He also does another podcast, or you know, we don't know. We it's a whole can of worms opening <laughs> that thing up and just asking, like, so you still doing Gentlemen of Elegant Leisure? And uh, he's like, leave me alone. And I'm like, all right, fine. But he also <laughs> makes drinks on that. So, uh, so yeah, what would go into a sneaky dragon drink? Okay. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and let us know. And uh, if it's possible for me to make it, maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. It's a busy uh, holiday season. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, because of the other show, I've got a little bit of a bar uh, set up uh, right now. And I've got some makings of things. And so, yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe we'll make that. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds fun. I guess I'm supposed to have a question as well? Sure.
0: And if you could do uh, it as a vulture.
1: Um, car, car. I that's a crow still, isn't it? I don't know what a vulture uh I I, I guess imagine... our
0: question is, what does a vulture sound like?
1: I guess I picture it, but the, you know there's that like piercing cry, but maybe that's like an eagle. It's that very kind high pitched. Yeah.
0: And it's in the movie where they look up and it's not yeah, good. Yeah. And you see it there, and and it's and you avatar. Hear this kind of... Not avatar. It's uh I was trying to what do you what do you call it? What's the movie with Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty? Uh, Ishtar, Ishtar, Avatar, crying out. <laughs> How many people have made that mistake? None. Yeah, it's a fair point.
1: Yeah, you. That's me. That yeah, mistake.
0: both are blue creatures. That it's at the 3D. Right. It's very similar films. Very
1: similar. Oh, uh, okay. Here's my question.
0: How are Avatar and Ishtar alike?
1: <laughs> Let me count the ways. Both feature Dustin Hoffman. Do they? No. Okay. Okay, my question is, uh, are you the kind of person who, like me, buys things and kind of lets them pile up? And if so, what are they? All right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, tell us about your piles.
1: (laughs) In not so many words, yes. Tell us all about your piles.
0: Very good. Love it. It's a very Christmassy thing.
1: Love it. And, oh, so everyone, hey, you want to... Answer those questions, those great questions that we asked, you can go to our website it's called sneakydragon.com. dot com that's where we have our web our show sorry our podcast uh every episode is there, and you can leave a comment under that episode or or other episodes we don't care we'll we'll get we'll get to you um we have a you can be like laurel, you can be like laurel laurel's great,
0: yeah, be like laurel,
1: yeah, why not and you can write us uh, via email at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Hey, we have a Facebook present. Still, we're on Facebook to this very day. Yeah. We're on X twitter
0: Yeah, uh, it was down for a couple of seconds yesterday. Oh,
1: was it? Yeah. People thought it was over? That was yep. the end?
0: Yep. <laughs> and not a lot of surprise.
1: It's interesting. I was listening to a different podcast a little while ago, and the person on there said, he said, boy, Twitter's really dead. I posted something on there a little while ago uh, with this article he had written for a newspaper, and he said, and I got no response Mm -hmm. on Twitter, but tons of responses on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess that's where everyone's moving.
0: That's where it's happening.
1: I I like Instagram, so I'm not so unhappy about it. Uh, Yes. So we're not on Instagram, but we are on Twitter.
0: (laughs) You sound like you like
1: it. Even though I I purport to like it. Um, And that's it about that. And Patreon. Don't forget Patreon, of course your opportunity to support what we do here. You know what? It's not the end of the year, but it's uh, coming up to Christmas, so I just want to say to everyone, uh, best of season's greetings and a best of season to you and whatever holidays you celebrate, I hope you have a great time this this year. It's been a hard couple of years for everyone, yep. but I feel like everyone feels, I think we feel like we're coming out of it in a way, out from underneath the the boot of, of uh, the pandemic and everything, so it's... <laughs> It's uh, it's nice. It's nice to see friends and family again. So, please celebrate and enjoy this wonderful season.
0: Yep. Have a lovely uh year coming up. We'll talk to you before then. Yes. Don't but rush still, things.
1: Don't rush things.
0: Oh, I, oh it, it's never around. look. <laughs> I said nice things wrong. Criticize your friends. That's what uh that's what uh, holidays all about. Hey, have a merry you saying it wrong. Okay,
1: fine. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.